You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. You are listening to my papa and my uncle, Polly. On the co and bro and pinion show. Stay tuned. The following podcast contains nudity, so listener imagination is advised. When I'm not busy making stupid presidential decisions or babbling my way through speeches or falling down the stairs, I listen to the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Co and Pro Opinion Show. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, a rough few weeks for some of us, especially for me. Tony's been sick. Yep. My ears, I can hardly hear. Yep. <laughs> which is a good thing and a bad thing, if <laughs> the way you look at it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. So... How was your guys' uh, Thanksgiving stretch? Hey, we uh, we were just talking about it off the air. Yeah, fast. It was fast. It was. It's it was always fast. Yeah, it came and went. Like, I mean, the time just. We were just discussing it. How the holidays have just rolled around, and here's Christmas next week. You know, I haven't been doing anything major, but working. That's about it. Staying out the way. Thanksgiving was good. Family. You know, it's always it's always good to get with family. Yeah, <coughs> but it just it just got here, man, right up on us. Did you hit? Did you are. hang out with Britt on the on Thanksgiving? What yeah, did you do? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, stopped and uh, got the mac and cheese. Got the mac and cheese joint. Of course, got to uh, get the mac and cheese. Right, hung out with hung out with Denise because uh, you guys were. Yeah, made out our way to Cali. Cali. So yeah. Uh, Tony, were you in Cali for Thanksgiving too? I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was home. Nope, not in Cali. So I'm. I'm you were home, busy at home, getting sick with the yeah. weather. Yeah. Well, this time around, yeah. I, I was. I was doing pretty good. Thanksgiving, man. I was feeling feeling good. Yeah. Mom and dad, big dinner. Mom and dad. Yeah, you know what? Not a not a big one. It was uh managed. It was managed well. Mom did a good job of not overdoing it. Okay. Nice. Um, a lot of my nieces and. Uh, great nieces, a lot of everybody kind of did a lot of their their stuff at the house with the kids. I was just going to say, did, oh, okay. you, you had designees yep. to do the yep, do this, do that, and everybody, bring it. Okay, yep, everybody kind of did their, their own thing this time okay. around. Okay, mom well, and dad cool. enjoyed it. Yep, yeah, I was in Cali. Uh, good times with some friends out there. Oh yeah, Rita and Joe. Rita and Detroit Joe. Rita and Detroit Joe. <laughs> Detroit Joe. He's he is anxious to get on the show and yeah. and. He he actually came down with COVID, and he was actually going to be on the show uh, this week. Okay, but uh, he's going to try to recover, and he says uh, he wants to go at it with you, Corey. That's oh. fine. Oh, <laughs> I, I got us a, a guest today. I, you do? Yes. Nice. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Who is that uh, guest? Who you got? Coach 
Bill Harris. Nice. DB coach. DB coach at Michigan, coached Dion and I. Yeah. Is there a certain um, time he needs to come in? I told him at about 11.30ish that we were getting started. Okay. So whenever okay. you want to, he said he'll be ready whenever we call. Oh, well, sweet. Well, I mean, we can, we can roll with. Uh, hey, because today is like, today is everywhere. Yeah. So we're yeah. kind of freestyling yeah. today. We're kind yeah. of freestyling. Cohen Bro yeah. mixed in some, Cohen, yeah. some din. Yeah. yeah. So how do we want to yeah, do we it? we can start off yeah. with that. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, get, why don't you get him on the phone? Okay. Uh, you can plug him in right here. All right. And you should be able to yeah, hear get, him. Let's get coach. Uh, so we got two so, coaches today. Yeah. Fortunate. So, uh, yeah. And, and this actually might go well because on the Wolverine Den, yeah. I, I came up with uh, – because we've done top fives with with the wolf, uh, with the wide receivers. Yep. Uh, and I came up this week without knowing Coach Harris was coming on. Okay. Top DBs of all time Ooh. in Michigan. Woo. Oh. So, so maybe gotta... he might he might have his <laughs> his share of that. He does. He has a great history. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he'll know it for sure. He'll definitely yeah. know it. He'll know it. I hit headphones. Correct? Is that my phone to hit when it asks me? Uh, probably. Uh, if it starts ringing in your headphones, then we're good. Okay. You guys, let me know when you're ready. Go ahead. Let's give do him it. a call. Let's do it. We can talk a little bit. Let's I'll, I'll uh, throw some music on the It's noon. Let's do it. Is it, go- is it on? Is it? Can you hear it? No, it's not. Uh, try. Hey, we made it, huh? There it is. Oh, he is on. He's I can on. hear him. You can hear him? Everybody hear him? Yeah. Coach, you there? Yes, we're here. Okay, I can hear What him. did you say? All right, Coach. <laughs> I go, can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> well, Coach, thanks for coming on the show with us. Uh, Tony's been a part of our show now for, well, four or five months. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Always talking Wolverine football. And, uh, and Tony, why don't you introduce him? Yeah. Hey, uh, everybody, this is a, just truly a pleasure of mine. This is Coach Bill Harris. Coach Harris was my defensive back coach at Michigan. He recruited me, actually, out of the city of Detroit. Nice. Um, and brought me in Ann Arbor. And okay. Won a lot of football games. I was a part of a, a few Big Ten championships and a couple of Rose Bowl appearances. And nice. Actually, won one. Nice. Um, as, as, and coach has got a huge history. He's a he's a former uh, Michigan alum player okay. as well. Okay. Uh, and coach played back in coach nineteen seventy. Uh, Sixty uh, eight. 69 and 70. There it is. Nice. So, uh, coach has been at, been a lot of different places. He coached at Washington. Okay. okay. Uh, which is a pretty good deal. Which, yeah. What could happen in the next yes. uh, few weeks. <laughs> um, right, right, so, right. So, yeah. Um, just a great guy. And uh, it's been played a very big part, instrumental part in my career in coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, very supportive. I actually went to Muskegon Heights and coached for a year okay. and a half. And, oh, I know that. Yeah, and, and oh. coaches on that side of the state at the time. Okay. And he, and he, he, was, he was my extra eyes for me, man. A okay. lot of those days I needed somebody. Nice. You know, I could trust, and, and, and I really appreciate that. And just great to have him on. I told him a few weeks back when we were at the game that we wanted to bring him on to the show. Sure. Yeah. So it's great to have him. Yeah. Coach, how do you, how do you feel about uh, this Michigan Wolverines team this year? Hey, this uh, team is pretty good, you yeah. know. And uh, Tony and I, you know, being old defensive people, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> really liking that team. Yes, okay. yes, okay, yeah, yeah. I, Coach, I uh, this is Corey uh, uh, here. I have a I have a question for you. Okay. How do you? What do you think now about all this portal stuff? Uh, you're gonna have to repeat that. What do you think now about all this portal, this transferring and portal stuff? Okay, the, the portal stuff is good. 
See, it's a good thing we didn't have that uh, <laughs> portal thing because we wouldn't have had uh, Tony Turner. <laughs> okay. you, know? uh, you know, because you, you, you get people who, who are good. Yeah. And then sometimes uh, uh, they're in a situation where the people are a little bit better. And, and so the, the idea of uh, having an opportunity to play and uh, showcase your talents if you're uh, trying to get to the league. Yeah, uh, but no, the the portal was good, and and uh, you know for the players, I think it's it's good for the coaches because uh, um, you you have to treat everybody from top to bottom, you know, like they should be treated, you know, and, yeah. and, and don't treat people, you know, one like a starter and you know one like a third teamer. Everybody sure. deserves uh, to be treated and respected, and uh, that portal uh, uh, keeps uh, the coaches on their toes. Okay, all right. Yeah. Has the game changed a whole lot uh, since you've uh, been coaching, Coach? In regard, Has it changed a lot? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, back in the day when uh, when I, we were coaching, everybody used to huddle. <laughs> you know, so you, you get a, right. a, a three-second retreat right. to think about what you wanted to do and how you wanted to do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's getting up on the line ready to go. And, yeah. I mean, it is a, a, a lot more stressful for the coaches, I can tell you. Hmm. Is it better for the game? You think it's better for the game or what? Well, I, I think it's better for the uh, for the fans. Okay. You know, yeah, because right. you know they're looking for action. You know that uh, twenty five seconds or forty seconds in between plays, and you know people are in the huddle and slowly getting to the line. Uh, you might forget why you came there. Getting up on the line, and uh, I mean the, the ball is snapped every fifteen seconds. I mean it, it's an amazing thing. Nice, 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 Coach. I got a question for you. I, I got a, I got a whole bunch of stuff to ask, but we, you know, here we go. Um, if anything about this team with this upcoming game, we've all been following Michigan all year. Is there anything that concerns you about going to the matchup with Alabama? Uh, yeah, you know, the, the Alabama's uh, full of five star, four star people. You know, yep. and, uh, and and you can coach all you want to coach and get people uh, fired up to play. Mm-hmm. But the players have to play, and uh, sometimes, uh, you know, talent, uh, you know, wins. But um, back in the day when I was uh, playing and coaching for Bo, uh, he was adamant that uh, team uh, beats individuals. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think if Michigan can play as a team, yeah. it doesn't matter how many good people Alabama has. Okay. All right. Interesting. Hmm. So we were, we were coming up with a top five because uh, we've done it before, we've had a top. We've come yeah. up with top five wide receivers ever to play out of Michigan. Who, since you were a defensive back kind of a guy, coach, uh, who who would be your top five defensive backs that you've ever seen play there? <laughs> you've had a long history. Well, there. you know, I, you know, it, 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 you always go with, with the guys who are good. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know the the one guy that uh, that we had, uh, you know, that was a wide receiver as a freshman and. I convinced Bo that we needed some help over there on defense, and he uh, sent me Trip Wellborn. Oh, yes. And uh, Trip was wow. a, a two-time, yeah. you know, All-American. Yeah. And, uh, you Trip know, so great. that was pretty good. Now, yeah. the other person, you know, that I uh, had is a Hall of Famer, and then that's Ty Law. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah. and when we were uh, recruiting, uh, you know, the um, uh, Woodson – you know, the play, I was thinking I was going to be coaching uh, Ty Law on one side and Woodson on the other. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been so wow. And uh, yeah. Ty, Ty Law decided uh, 
to go into the pros end up being a first-round draft choice. Mm-hmm. Woodson came, but uh, I left and took the defensive coordinator's job at Stanford. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't sure did. get a chance to uh, nice. coach uh, uh, Woodson, but uh, that would have been fun. Yeah, I can imagine that. How do you feel about Will Johnson? The kid? Hey, well, you know, the, the one thing that I do know that uh, Will Johnson has some toughness in his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, Tony and I, you know, we, uh, we were around when Dion yeah. Johnson was there, his dad. Uh-huh. And we can uh, tell you that, uh, you know, there's not too many people tougher no, that's uh, true. than Dion Johnson. Right, and, that's right. Uh, right. And one of uh, uh, Will's hits on the, on the quarterback about to go out of bounds you know, I was clapping, you know, because I could see his dad doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's good. Coach, I, I got a question. Uh, defensive backs and uh, wide receivers, are they like – I see these guys and they're all dressed up to the T and they got the socks and they're looking good. Are they are they are they, they kind of diva ish? Like I see the t- like what's the towel, coach? Like the, the, the what's the towel that hangs out? What is that? What does well, that mean? I, I, I think the towel is, is to uh, uh, let the parents know who they are. <laughs> you know, football wise, you don't need it. You know, you've got gloves, but uh, but you know, you, you need something, you know, so your mom and dad, you know, can pick you out. You know, if they can't see that number flashing. Gosh. Gotcha. But uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's a fashion statement. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. The, now, the quarterbacks, on the other hand, you know, need towels, you yep. know, because they uh-huh. keep those hands dry and things, but uh, yeah. not so much for the DBs. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a great story real quick. Okay. My freshman year, all right, we're playing UCLA um, at home, and, and, you know, we're out warming up, mm-hmm. and Coach, you may remember this. I don't know if you remember it or not, but it was it still it stuck in my head because it's still you talk about team, mm-hmm. and we were all about team. Mm-hmm. Trip came out with a towel on, mm. and none of us had towels on. He made Trip <laughs> go back in and take the towel off. <laughs> Coach, I don't know if you remember that. He's like, "Hey, we're yeah, not." Yeah, uh, we we had the, the same thing uh, that happened uh, with. Uh, uh, we were at Illinois and in, in, uh, uh, Corn Brown and uh, 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 Wallace. Yeah, Coleman, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they came out uh, with their uh, shoes spatted. Ah, oh, the yeah. spat, the tape, yeah. I, I sent yeah. them back in the locker room. <laughs> hey, y'all got to look like the rest of us. <laughs> we can't be looking uh, different. And uh, so they went back in the locker room, took off the spats off the shoes. Took the spats. And, yeah, came back out and, uh, you know, went to work. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Um Coach, so you you were with Bo, um, and what any similarities? Do you see a lot of Bo and Jim? Do you see a lot of Jim yeah, and Bo? Yeah, well, you know the the, the one thing uh, that I do recall Jim uh, making this uh, statement when uh, when he became a, a head coach and uh, and Bo was had been talking to him and and, he, and Bo asked him this one question. He said, "Listen, I just want to know if uh, you have a fullback in your scheme." Mm-hmm. And, and uh, not only does uh, uh, Harbaugh have fullbacks, he's got uh, tight ends galore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that is something, you know, that uh, Hallmark of Bowes, yeah. you know, fullbacks and tight ends. So mm-hmm. I, I would say uh, Harbaugh has learned the lesson, keep those tight ends and fullbacks yep. close. Yep. 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 Wow. Good stuff. So does with this Alabama game coming up? Does it does it kind of scare you a little bit? Maybe now that uh, 
Alabama seemed to have poached the the former linebackers coach from Michigan. Like no, <laughs> hey, well, to... listen. If it, if it doesn't scare them, you know it should. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, when you, when you know the the defensive scheme, but the the big thing is, you know, the the people you go with, the personnel groupings. You know, whether it's uh, twenty one, it's eleven, it's ten. Uh, the idea of like the adjustments made for each uh, personnel group. Uh, you know, the uh, linebacker coach would know all those adjustments because, you know, the, the uh, backers have to uh, mm-hmm. make, uh, make a checks. lot of those adjustments mm-hmm. as well, the secondary. And so that would be uh, very helpful uh, knowing what adjustments that they would make, you know, two tight ends and, and so forth. So, yeah, I would uh, think uh, uh, Michigan's going to have to do something special uh, so, so that, uh, you know, that if they have to make a – few changes mm-hmm. uh, it, it might help them okay yeah yeah okay definitely go, go ahead coach i got a question for you going back to the portal question that Corey brought up earlier and you made a great yeah. point as far as everybody being treated the right way in a certain way with consistency yeah. from coaching do you feel like it impacts the high school seniors that are coming in at this point when you have these grown men now a lot of guys are 23 24 mm-hmm. got an extra year and they've transferred to a, a university, and they got a whole freshman class coming in. And when when the kid had looked at the roster before he signed, mm-hmm. those those guys weren't there. And now yeah. you got portal guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I would say it it, it does uh, matter. And and then uh, you know, I I think as a coach, you know, you got to explain to those young guys, you know, that uh, you know they've got some good role models. To learn something in front of. <laughs> and, uh, I remember, uh, um, you know, when uh, Ty Law first came in, he he was a wide receiver, you know, in high school, and and he played DB some, but uh, you know his tackling uh, techniques, uh, you know, weren't very good. Right. And so I put him with one of the best people that I had, and that was Corin Brown. Yep. Uh, you know that uh, we would line him up against and tackle, and and it was funny. So when he had. Uh, made the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, in the NFL, you know, they commented how well he tackles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's awesome. Sometimes, you know, you can use those guys, you know, the portal, yeah. the older people mm-hmm. that teach your young guys and, you know, teach them how to practice and and uh, just another uh, short uh, Makes sense. thing on Corwin Brown. It was that uh, he had come in and he had been over with New England and the Jets and he came to Detroit and he was telling me about this story where, you know, he's a big special teams player. And uh, he came in Detroit and he played a couple games and won the special team player of the week. And, and uh, the, the coach said, uh, you know, how come we can't have a few more of you people playing like Corwin on these special teams? Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes you can use that to your advantage mm. when you get some guys, you know, who've been around yeah. and, uh, you know, can teach the younger kids something. Uh, and just one follow-up coach from that as well. It, it reminds me a lot of when we were coming out, how our whole class that signed at Michigan redshirted except for one guy. And we had those mature players, uh, big brothers that were on the team who mm-hmm. were able to help guide us. Yeah. And it, it's similar to me, in my opinion, to how things used to be. A lot of the times before the portal uh, came became a major factor in college football, a lot of the times, these young guys were all playing all over the country. Mm-hmm. Freshmen were playing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think now that's changed. Yeah. Well, you know, anytime that, uh, you know, you get a guy that's, uh, you know, played two or three years and, you know, and, and some of the guys played, you know, four years and have been around for it and, you know, they're transferring after they graduate. 
you know, it, it does, uh, you know, put uh, a little more expertise, you know, out there, yep. you know, on, on, mm. on the field, and, and uh, they don't have to learn as they go, so to speak, you know, when they when they first come in. So yeah. it, it it helps, uh, you know, defensively, offensively, you know, and uh, you get the uh, quarterback who started from uh, started at Ohio State, uh, <laughs> won eleven games. You know, right, and they're going like, okay, this is not good enough. He says, okay, well then let me go somewhere else. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you you can definitely uh, um, help your team if you get the right people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, coach. I got two. I got two more for you, real quick. Um, I think, and these guys disagree with me. They disagree with me all the time, <laughs> coach. <laughs> I, I I I think I think Mr. Harbaugh leaves, win, lose, or draw. What do you think? Uh, you know what? See, I, I think it's a uh, it's a little different when you when you actually played and you know and that's your alma mater and you know there's there's other things to think about. The the one thing that um, uh, I just want to you know tell the story in terms of Bo. Yeah. Uh, Bo had uh, you know talked to uh, Bear Bryant and Bear had uh, told Bo you know that he wanted to retire. And Bo had uh, said, hey, listen, why don't you, uh, you know, just retire? You know, you, you can do it. He said, well, listen, I brought everybody in this whole organization. I got secretaries. I got weight people. I got uh, equipment people. He said, you know, I got 100 people that if I leave may lose their job. Mm. And so sometimes it's more than yourself gotcha. that you have to think about. Wow. And, uh, and Bo was in that uh uh, class because uh, he got offered a job at Texas A&M as a head football coach and, and uh, athletic director, and, and, and they were going to pay him three times as much mm. as he was making mm-hmm. at Michigan. Mm. And he said, I, I can't do it. I got too many people. Wow. And so one of the things that he did, Bo did, when he took over the AD's job was that he wanted to do that so he could name the next head coach after him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which he did with Moeller and then now Moeller was able to keep you know the the whole organization mm-hmm. you know as mm-hmm. it was yep. so okay. Jim has to think about that you know not just himself but when he leaves all the people that he has brought in that he can't take with him yeah yep okay well, coach we, I know we talked a lot about the transfer portal that's awesome um I got a question for you how do you right. feel about the college football playoff I mean, I know when I've talked to Tony before, we've discussed this. You know, a lot of these, I know he thinks that the uh, college football is kind of going to more of an NFL-esque type of uh, format when it comes yeah. to uh, putting these teams in divisions and conferences. And, and we also talked about how, you know, the Pac-12 has a certain type of football that they play. The SEC has a certain type of football they play. Uh, the Big Ten, the same way. Do you feel like that's a good thing, uh, this college football playoff, or do you feel like it's, do you feel like it's kind of taking away from uh, college football? I mean, in the way that we used to watch it, you know, more of the regional, you know, type of deal where, uh, you know, you, you had certain type of ways that Big Ten teams played, and do you think it's a fair to, to throw all those teams into a mix into a playoff like that? Well, you know, for, for the coaches, uh, uh, you know, they, they believe in, you know, wanting to play the competition. And, and unless, you know, I mean, they, you have the crossover, you know, in your uh, non-conference games, you know, like 
next year Michigan's going to play, you know, Texas. And mm-hmm. uh, But uh, when, it, when it comes down to coaching, you would like to know, you know, how your league stands up, you know, how you stand up to the to the country. And so the, the playoffs is a good thing. Now, I'd like this uh, 12 uh, mm. team playoff a lot better than this 14. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, playoff because, uh, you know, it, it gives you a chance to, uh, uh, to to find out who is the best. And, uh, you know, with the people picking four teams, uh, you know, me, I still believe Florida State, you go 13-0. and 0. I don't care if you lose a quarterback. That, that same thing happened to Michigan back in 1973, I think it was, when Denny Franklin uh, got hurt playing uh, Ohio State, and they had tied. Uh, they were 10-0-1. And then the athletic directors uh, sent uh, Ohio State uh, to the Rose Bowl. Wow! But it but it changed the landscape after mm-hmm. that because Bowl made such a fuss that uh, during that time the Big Ten team could only go to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And after Bowl, uh, you know, knocked a few people out, <laughs> uh, you know, they decided that uh, uh, more than one team could go to a bowl game. So. Uh, you know, but I, I just think that uh, the, the chances to, to play the best, you know, whether you're in the Big Ten, Pac-10, uh, SEC, ACC, uh, you know, let's put them on on the field. But this uh, 12-team playoff, I, I think, is a is a better idea. Yeah. Do you yeah. think 12 teams is enough with as many uh, Division One schools there are? I mean, well, I know it's going to add they, weeks. They, they might find that they may need more, but but at least 12 is a lot better than four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. You know, totally agreed. agreed. So that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Do Absolutely. you think it's going to be? Does it? Is it a lot? Do you think it's going to uh, put a lot uh, physicality uh, on these play these college players, uh, ending playing more games? I mean, I, you know, what is going to add? Probably a twelve team, at least another two or three weeks onto the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think it it definitely does put a you know more. Strain on on the people, you know. Folks get hurt, and you know, and they gotta you know sit out and things. Yeah. So sometimes you're not, uh, you know, just what happened to Florida State. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. Uh, you're not you're not uh, the same as you were at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. because of, because of injuries. But uh, they might uh, decide uh, because of this uh, uh, 12-man uh, playoff, people playing more. They might decide that you need a few more scholarship players out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good you know? so, yeah, 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 coach. So that, so that might be good. <laughs> yep. You know? yep. Yeah. yeah. Coach, I got one more for you. Um, who wins this whole thing and why? Okay. Now, you know, I'm, I'm for the blue. And, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the thing that, that I look at is that, uh, you know, Michigan's last four, you know, four games, you know, that they played, you know, when they when they played Penn State mm-hmm. and then followed by Maryland, followed by Ohio State, then followed by Iowa, is that uh, they understand one thing, that uh, no team's going to show up and give you anything. Yeah. And, uh, and I think they're prepared in, in that sense to go out there and win it because, uh, you know, they, they know it's going to be a four-quarter game. Uh, the team that rushes uh, for more yards and have the least amount of turnovers and penalties, give them a chance, and, and, and they're one of the best teams in each one of those areas. And uh, and they've been uh, battle tested here at the you know last four games. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, Coach. Just want to thank you. Appreciate you for coming on and giving us some time uh, and a lot of knowledge. Yes. Um, been doing. A, you've been around a long time and. 
you have a lot of information for us, and right. we appreciate all of it, Coach. Appreciate you giving us a, a few minutes of your time sure. away from the family on, on uh, football Sunday. I know you're getting ready to watch some NFL games. Mm. Uh, please say hello to the family for me and to Nancy, of course. And I'll uh, be talking to you soon, of yeah. course. We appreciate you, Coach. All right. Thank, thank hey, you. Well, listen, uh, you guys got to remember now, you know, you're talking to Lincolnship Hall of Famer coach. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so I, my name's not in any Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we, we, we always like that, to hear uh, the mentor. somebody who's doing it well. <laughs> right. Yeah, I appreciate I, you having me on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Coach. All right. Alrighty. All right. Thank you. Take, take, take care, Coach. Yep. You have been listening to the Kelvin Bro Opinion Show. That was Coach uh, Harris, former defensive back uh, coach from Michigan. And uh, when we get back, we will have some more. uh, We we, kind of got stuck. We'll we'll talk about, uh, how about we talk about P. Diddy? Diddy. Yeah. Diddy's in the news. Yeah. I I really want to get after Corey. Wow. Uh, You know, because Diddy's like his idol. So he kind of. What? Yes. I like Diddy. Diddy's my guy. See, you serious? Hey, you know what? It's a. I'll explain it that's to why you. Call, right. That's why all his buddies call him Diddy. You didn't know that? What? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. Look. Diddy's P, P. Diddy's a, you know, he did a good job with music. I don't know. What's, that's all I got to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's kind of when we get back, yeah. folks, we'll talk. We'll talk Diddy. Yeah, we'll talk Diddy. Okay. And uh, so we're going to take a little break, and yeah. we'll be back right after this. All right. Hey everybody, this is the Outsider Scotty William, and if you're looking for a reliable tax preparer for all your personal and business taxes, well look no further than Fulton Court Services. That's right, Des Fulton is the best around and he'll make sure you get everything coming to you. So call him today at 248 483 That's right, 248 248- 483-0529 or DM them on the gram at Fulton Core Services. Get back what's coming to you. Get Fulton Core Services. Are you looking for caregiver support? At Daybreak Adult Daycare, we provide a safe environment, structure, and support that is focused on person-centered care. It is our goal to provide a home away from home while organizing and facilitating different activities for the seniors and adults in our community. Our team of highly dedicated, passionate, and professional staff focus on giving families peace of mind, knowing that the people closest to them are receiving high quality care in their absence. Adult daycare can provide an affordable care option while elevating quality of life and relieving caregiver stress with a day's break. So if you're looking for caregiver support, contact Daybreak Adult Daycare at 248-801-3004. That's 248-801-3004. Are you ready to start your future? At CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center, we recognize the importance of healthcare workers to promote health and well-being of an individual. CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center promises to deliver the utmost service to the students with ethical values, respect, and dignity. The training center also promises that every graduate will gain self-confidence and pride with the full knowledge about the course. Quality healthcare education is what we provide. If you're ready to start your future as a certified nursing assistant, 
call CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center today at 248-801-3302. That's 248-801-3302 to schedule your tour or enroll today at cnaleader.com. Are you looking for exclusive designs that grow as your kids grow? How about hand-picked and timeless with every piece that celebrates the simplicity and sophistication which should always exist in children's fashion? Well, Parker Lane is dedicated to every parent who yearns to fill their little one's wardrobe with thoughtful and appropriate fluid fashion. They're there to dismantle the belief that your children should be defined by characters, colors, and limiting styles, so they thrive in the details, give more with less, and create consistent looks that will stand the test of time. For Parker Lane clothing and every child getting dressed and getting prepared to share their brilliance with the world. I am me, we are us, Parker Lane clothing. Check them out today at parkerlaneclothing.com. You're listening to the Kavala Broadcast Network. This is the Outsider's Insight, sponsored by the Kavala Broadcast Network and the Brittany Fulton from KW Domain Realty. Rushing to judgment in a sexual harassment scandal can have detrimental effects on both the alleged perpetrator and the victim. Highlighting the importance of a careful and comprehensive investigation before conclusions are drawn. When accusations surface, immediate public condemnation can lead to severe consequences for the alleged perpetrator, impacting their personal and professional life. False accusations or premature assumptions can irreparably damage their reputation, leading to potential loss of employment and social isolation. On the other hand, hastily jumping to conclusions can also harm the victim. If an incomplete or inaccurate narrative gains traction, it may undermine the credibility of genuine cases of sexual harassment. This rush to judgment may discourage other victims from coming forward, fearing that their experiences will be met with skepticism or disbelief. A thorough investigation focused on gathering all the facts and respecting due process is essential to assuring justice for both parties involved, fostering a culture where victims are encouraged to speak out while safeguarding the rights of the accused until the truth is established. You have been listening to The Outsider's Insight, sponsored by the Kavana Broadcast Network and The Brittany Fulton from KW Domain Realty. I'm the outsider, Scotty William, and this has been my unfiltered opinion.
You know what you say. Let's get it. I got it. He gonna try to throw it on me. <laughs> He's like, we want to take this, Blake. Let's get it. <laughs> Bad boy. Let's go. It's history, baby. And welcome back, everybody. Shake your tail feather. Yeah. It's history, baby. This is history. Bad it's Boys history. 2. I, to me, I think it was the uh, best out of the three yeah, so far. I, I'm not looking forward to the new one coming out either. Yeah, I'm not. I, I like, I'm with you on that one, Scott. I like two. Two the best. With uh, Johnny Tapia? Yeah, Johnny Tapia. Johnny? Johnny Tapia. This is my city. Yes. My Nobody city. messes with my money. Nobody messes with my money. Yeah. Live his, mom, right. live his mom. Yes, mom. Johnny, is she a nigga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mom. Hey, you make your own. She's such a pretty. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah and bad I, boys too. Yeah. And can I say this? I'm not looking forward to uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four either no. coming up in 2024. I didn't think Coming to America Two was all that great. To be honest with you. Well, Eddie's Eddie's gonna get to watch. I'm gonna watch it. Just because Eddie. 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 I agree. So, yeah, he's 100%. Gonna, you know what Eddie does? Eddie's a funny guy. I like Eddie. 
But I just think these these movies are just I don't know. Did you see people like Taggart and the other guy sitting in the front seat? Taggart was ready to retire in one and two. He looks like a he looks a hundred sitting in that seat. Yeah. You know what? Coach Harris just put my brain on something different. What's that? Because now I think different. Because you know what he talked about? How he talked about Jim Harbaugh and Bo leaving. Yeah. Maybe Eddie and maybe these dudes are making these movies for people to keep them on so they yeah. can Interesting. make a little extra time. They can make some extra time. I hear you. I hear maybe, you. maybe they're looking out for somebody. Yeah. A producer, a director. I haven't seen Taggart do anything since uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, see, they might Sunday. get giving somebody a check. No, no, no. I did see him in uh, Gone Baby. Uh, the, uh, uh, oh yeah, gone baby, gone. What's it called? Yep. With uh, that's lady, the last time I seen him. The young lady that got kidnapped, kidnapped, and all that. And yeah. it was uh, yeah. was, who's Ben Affleck? Casey Affleck. Was that, that wasn't how it did. Nah, not that. Nah. So yeah, maybe that's, that's that's probably maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Getting money. Get I'm, a, I'm a, I like I love Eddie, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it too. All this little Christmas stuff and all that. I'm, I'm gonna watch that. I'll, I'll watch anything. Eddie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the Christmas, no matter Easter. I hear you. Eddie, Eddie is funny to me. Yeah, he's my guy. I like. Him. So. This segment we were going to talk about uh, Corey's idol. Uh, Mike Jack? No, he didn't. Oh, and the Mike controversy Jack. that is. Uh, A Rod? Mike Jack? I, I thought he did. He did his Mike I'm not shying away from that. Really? I don't know what's going on. You're still going to. Are you sticking with them? Do all Derek Jeter is not your idol? Oh, G2. G to Alex. With all the sexual assault. That's crazy. Here's the thing, though. So let me explain the whole video. Okay. Um, Feel free. Educators. In. Well, I love hip hop. No doubt. You guys know. Diddy changed the landscape of hip hop. Okay. 100 million records. Um, I liked his style. You know what I mean? I like the music, the product that Bad Boy put out. Arguably one of the best rappers. Yes. Mace was great. Yeah. Faith was great. Yeah. Big Thomas was great. Carl Thomas. Was Carl Thomas. Carl yes. Thomas. Carl Thomas. Dope. You know, one twelve. Yep. So the list, Craig Mack, actually who started the label, had the first record on the label. Yep. The rest of soul. God rest his soul, Craig Mack. Yep. Loon, Loon was dope. I like yep. the Loon. Pretty boy, pretty boy flow. Him and Mason. Pretty boy been talking a lot yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Black Rob, one of my favorite, most underrated rappers of all time. God rest his soul. Yep. God rest his soul. Um, one of the dopest songs ever. Dope. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 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 Uh, hmm. The list goes on. He did the first remix with Josie. Come and talk to me. Then he started the remix, literally. Um, Heavy D, all the kids over at Uptown um, that he worked with. Yep. I think from a music standpoint. Christopher Williams. Christopher Williams. Producer-wise, did he? I mean, like people say, like they did the, the dance, the swing, the sample, and I was listening to D. Dot Angeletti. He was a part of the Bad Boy Street Team. He was, he produced all those records for people that we just talked about. He helped Diddy with that. He said people like it's hard to sample a record and get it cleared. You know, Diddy they do samples. She says it's that's harder to do than coming up with your own original mm. stuff. He said you wouldn't believe how hard it is to do that. Of course, they're gonna want their money. 
Yeah, the people that originally came yeah. up with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I say. think for a long time with those samples, I think they were get they were kind of getting over. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And then like when you present that, like he did with Big, he presented Juicy to Big. Big was like, "What is this? This is crazy." Yeah. But one of the biggest hit records of you know M M Tune. Yeah. Yes. This stuff here. But doesn't it doesn't it kind of put a black eye on all that stuff? I, I think in the so. Past? I think it does. I'm just hmm. dis- I'm, I'm very disappointed. Um. I don't know. I wasn't there. Especially but, since he's rebranded himself with Brother Love. Brother Love. What? Yeah. yeah. Brother Love. That's his name now? That's his he name now. His, He changed his name five times. Yeah, yeah. So. Brother Love. Power power is very, very dangerous. It is. Yeah. Because um, my thing. You see it. You've seen it with, uh, you know, you talk about Diddy and hip hop. But look at Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I mean, he, he, all the movies that he, the production company he had, Sex Lies and Videotape, The Crying Game, Pulp Fiction, uh, yeah. Flirting with Disaster, Shakespeare yeah. in Love, just yeah. to name a few. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. It's like you know, you see that. I mean, so. Uh, mm. I I mean, I, everybody does some stupid things. I get that. Yeah. But it's like now you're finding out the with with the stuff that's going on with Diddy. Yeah. And then you you're finding out the alleged stuff that's going on that when people talk about Diddy and yeah. in the alleged homosexual yeah. stuff yeah. people are coming up yeah. dead or sick yeah. or you know cuz they they tie that in a lot Jamie Foxx there were some other ones uh, yeah. that I, I yeah. just heard. uh the kid the kid uh the actor the kid from uh, I forget his name Stump the Yard or Walk the Yard what's uh, uh uh Short Columbus Short came out yeah. Uh, oh, really? And did some allegations against Diddy, like, dude. I, you know what, man? I don't, I don't know all of that, but, like, blank. If they say like, you was at, I wasn't there, and they say you were at Duos Friday, <laughs> and four or five people say you was at Duos, I wasn't there. Yeah, they believe it. Something is something is going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So everybody's not lying, and everybody's not lying, and I don't, right. and I'm not condoning any of this. Like, I don't know the whole Cassie stuff. But what I can say, like men with money and power, and and, and 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 um, you know, they have age over these young women, and these young women think that their career they have to listen to this person, a la Aaliyah. Mm. Uh, they have to listen to this person for their career to go. They're willing to do yeah, whatever, whatever it takes to get to that get next to level. Famous, yeah. Being so famous, being famous, it, it, it definitely puts a black eye on 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 all the accomplishments that. Wow. Uh, that Diddy did. Um, like, I, I love the music stuff. I love the bad boy stuff. No doubt. But if you look at, you know, a lot of these artists too, a lot of these people are coming out. Jay and Diddy are still rich. Mm. Kimora Lee Simmons, she's coming out. Like, a lot of these what folks. What was the scoop on her? I seen that. She's coming day. out on Russell. She's coming out at, but Russell, yeah. you know, Russell bankrolled her and right and her, her it actor. It must not have been too bad. You yeah. had kids with him. This, this is this this is that's what I'm saying. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not condoning any of these rumors. Not, nothing. I'm not condoning. Like like I said, this is a black eye, but everything is not always what it seems. You know, like I said, a lot of these artists don't have any money now. Mm. You know, Gene Deal, his bodyguard. They're saying like. You know, you you watch this guy uh, pour drinks and <clears throat> put s- slip women and mm. what were you doing? Why are you watching it? Why are you watching this? Why are you letting this go? Power. So it's a Power. lot of see everybody in the '90s were making money. 
Dame Dash, Jay, Rockefeller. They even, they even got Jay on it now. Yep. I, you know, Tierra Marie, the girl from here, Foxy yeah. Brown. Girl from Detroit, yes. yes. They got all, everybody. Big was a monster with these young girls. But everybody was just riding the wave. Mm. Now, 34 years later. The, did, money, the money dried out? Is that yeah, what you're thinking? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of play. Money, money is everything. Uh, you know, they, they're pinning the Tupac murder on, on Puff now. Um, we don't know. I don't know. We don't know. The record label to me is just as sleazy as drug dealing. Oh, that's no question. It's 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 a sleazy business. Oh yeah. And what's coming out, Jay, you was on tour with R. Kelly. Mm. It's a lot, man. And and just the the Diddy thing, like, if a man like scolds his mom, I have a problem with that. So if you do that to your mom, you'll do anything. To anybody. To anybody. And there's no limits. There's no limits. Mm. And I feel sorry for Cassie. I, I mean, I, I didn't hear this from J-Lo. You know, Diddy's dated a lot of people. <clears throat> we don't even know, like, hundreds and millions of women. Like, this is what they do. Like, you got enough money to do it. Mm-hmm. Women love money. That's how they get with a lot of these guys, because they have money. Yep. But you don't hear it with... I didn't hear anything from J-Lo. And probably the reason why is because J-Lo is a big star. Yeah. Like Diddy couldn't do that. Like if you notice, everybody's coming out as young yeah. startups. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. she's she's pretty powerful. Yeah, herself. she's powerful herself. And she got out of it. Yeah, she she walked away. She walked away. They, <laughs> hey, you can't be riding around with this guy and just, him and Shine got guns and yeah, they you want club, your career to go. Yeah. yeah, you know that's what I think happened with Lauren London. You can't be having multiple babies with Lil Wayne. You can't connect that. That's just how it works. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think her career would have. But this is crazy, man. And I just. I hope no more people get hurt by it. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't know Diddy personally. I just liked his body of work <clears throat> and the artist and and, and 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 the and the showmanship and the mar- like. I always say him and Oprah Winfrey can market anything and sell it. I look up to I looked up to both of them, but now this puts a whole different perspective on it from from me. Like I'm I'm really I'm more disappointed. I don't know the guy, yeah. but I'm just disappointed in it. You know, Scott. Can I say something real sure. quick? I think it's this is. Uh, kind of what comes with that lifestyle and what they do. Right. I really believe that. I believe yeah. that looking back over history, looking mm-hmm. at some of the some of our most famous mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's rock and roll, mm-hmm. it's drugs, mm-hmm. it's it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody's untouchable. Nobody. Right? Which means I mean like the people they have around them. Yeah. If you're around it, yeah. And you're close to it, mm-hmm. you're gonna be affected by it. Yeah, one and way or the other. One way or the other. And I think it's it's. I think it's always been this. I look back and think about Elvis. Yeah, yeah. James Brown. Yep. Uh, Ray Charles. Yep. Yeah. And you hear all these stories yep. about these artists. Yep. And it it all sounds pretty similar to me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Whitney yeah. Houston. Yeah. Yep. Michael Jackson. Yep. Prince. Yep. Well, it, it, it boils down to this. Even some of our presidents. Oh, like, man, yeah. no doubt. Look, look, I mean, Bill, just, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Po- power is kind of like a drug. It is. Oh, no, it's about a about definite it. drug. Very because great point, because when you think about it. So is money. When you get that kind of money, yeah. mm-hmm. you, 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 you reach this kind of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do it for you anymore. Go up a notch. So, go, so you go up a notch, yeah. and you go up a notch, yep. and then up a notch. Yep. And then when you get power, yeah. take, for instance, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Have you ever seen a picture of the guy? Yeah. 
He's not exactly attractive, right? No, and here's my thing. So here's a, here's a chick like, I'm not saying this is the person. Right. You get a Marilyn Monroe type in there. No doubt. Oh, you want to think? Yeah. yeah, you're just going to have to go down on me yeah. or whatever yeah. the case may be. For money. And then they find out. And they do it because yeah. they want to be in pictures. Right, right. Because those people are already, you know, most of the people that want to be actors or right. some kind of a sex symbol-y kind of thing, yeah. they're not really... To me, they got. They probably have a lot of emotional issues yes. that yes. they that had growing up. Okay. Yep. Am I right on that? Do you no think doubt. I'm right on that? I can. I, I buy that. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you. 100%. I buy that. Yeah. And, I buy that. And I think too that you know, like we said, it's a power is a drug. Yeah. Everything we're seeing in society right now is just out of control. Power's out of control. Uh, everything's out of control. I mean, yeah. you're seeing it. I mean, it's and, and everything is being dug up from. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, everybody's trying to make a buck, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. So they want to make a buck now on, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure those people are going to be suing R. Kelly's uh, yeah. to get his fortune. Well, look, they already I, have. I yeah, they have. Yeah. Look, look at Bill Cosby. Already, yeah. yeah, Bill yeah. Cosby. 60 years, man. Yeah. And look at the common denominator. Sex. Yeah. yeah. It's dangerous. Yep. It's dangerous, man. And it, just listen to some of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. uh, we grew up on the... Well, everything in WA, everything, yeah, everything, everything, is. everything is, you know, and that's what they say. That's how, you know, women were being treated back then. They, it is. You get the money, you get the jewelry, you get the girl, you take her home. That's what it is. And they want the, and you they, do they it want over. these young girls because they don't know anything, and they feel like, well, yeah, she hasn't been around the block, so to speak, and you know they want to use her up, which is what they usually do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. boom. The, the, it was the locks. One of hit, one of, one of, the locks. <laughs> I forgot the locks. Yeah, the locks. The, the song, though. The locks. Money, power, respect. Money, power, respect. With Lil' Kim. Yeah. The, the, the collab. Yeah, money, power, respect. The locks. What the, you need in life. Yeah, what you need in life. So, wow. again, man, like, I just, dude, it, it is crazy. Like, and this is Mace. I remember Mace when he left for the priesthood, um, whatever that was all about. Um, now they're coming out saying he was scamming church money to get back into the music business and all this. I don't know, but it could happen. I mean, there's corruption anywhere. Yeah. Especially in the pulpit. He all, said, I hate to say it, but it's true. 99.9% yeah. of them. Out of his own mouth when he was retiring, he said, I just, I needed something to do different. I was, he said, I was having sex with a girl in the hotel and um, I was having sex with like seven or eight women a day. And he said, I was having you know, sex with a, a young lady in a hotel and there was a big mirror in front of him and he just said, he said, he, he, said, he said, I got sick. I started throwing up mm. because it got to the point where it was just too much. You know what I mean? So we're talking that like six, seven, like, come on, man. Like, this is crazy. And then, like you said, people look up to you because you have that money yeah. and power. Yeah. So you can treat them any kind of way you want. Because they want it. They want it. Anything to get next. Listen, man, I've never been like just overly just like starstruck to just no. I got to I got to get my I got to throw away my whole way of life to get next close, to this. Pr- yeah, you know, to that's crazy. Want to live a certain lifestyle. Want to live a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Some people are willing to sacrifice it all. And, they, and they, well, it's not some people. Yeah. A whole bunch of people a whole have. Bunch of, yeah. A whole bunch of people have. And they, and they knew they knew exactly yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Now, but, you know. I, I will say I, I think if I'm Cassie in that situation. I try to leave or I scream. I scream out earlier. I mean, it doesn't look good. 
when you come out 30, 30 years later and you dated this guy. You guys are on red carpets and this and that. So, it, you know, I don't know, man. It's just it's just nuts. Like like I said, Diddy, and like I said, Diddy had power over career. Cassie had one record. I've only heard her sing one record. I didn't even know she had an album. But you, you know what's either. so funny? When you when you see those, like, reality hip-hop shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, especially, like, you see all these you see all these young women. Yeah. And what's what's the biggest common denominator? Yeah. There's a producer on there. Yeah. Like Stevie J. Yeah. And they all Sleeping want to with work the for Stevie J. Sleeping with the artist. And, yeah. what, and then come to find out, you ever hear anything that comes out from these artists? No. No. Well, there you go. Irvin, Asha- Irvin Ashanti. Yeah. You know, the producer, that's where you go wrong, sleeping with your artist. Yeah. You got power, you know what I mean? You have power over the artist. Yeah. And you want to sleep with him. And it just and, and, and it's not just Irv, it's not just Diddy. It's like like I said, they're 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 coming after everybody now. Uh Clive uh, Clive uh, um Clive Davis. Clive Davis. Oh yeah. You got you got the guy over at Interscope, uh Jimmy Iveen. <coughs> you know, all types of stuff, man. This is crazy. Yeah, I think it's out of control. If you delve into this even deeper, mm-hmm. it, it's it, it it's more than just the entertainment business. It's more than just you know religious mm-hmm. church stuff. Yeah, this stems from people's personal, the way they grew up, mm-hmm. the how they were affected as a child. Yep, because the the bad thing about it is the way you were affected as a child. If you don't have that foundation you're screwed you're screwed and what happens is it's a chain effect Mm -hmm. so then you take that what you had in your childhood that you never got yep you get married Mm -hmm. trauma then then you you take on your trauma and her trauma which is why you see i in my opinion you see the divorce rate Mm -hmm. the way it is Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah. and and it's just it's a it's a and everybody wants to blame it on Anxiety. I'm anxiety ridden. I'm this. I'm that. It's it's. Yeah. They're not. People need to realize you have to take care of your own self. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mentally, physically, and spiritually before yep. you're good for anybody else. Great point, Scott. Yep. I, I mean that's just my opinion. We all have a core. Well, yeah. yeah. We all have a root. Yep. And the issue is rooted. Yeah. 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 And it's no. And especially when you get married. Yeah. Yep. And you both have issues that were never resolved, and you kind of bring them into a marriage. It, it snowballs because mm-hmm. then after that you have kids. Let's just say you have kids. Right. So now all of a sudden you have issues about your parents yep. again, just like it was probably for you right. to a certain extent, or maybe somebody family the way is somebody from family member or whatever. Right. It's a snowball effect, mm-hmm. and it, and the bad thing is it only gets worse. Yeah. As 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 the ball rolls down the hill. I agree. It's a you. cycle. Yeah. yeah. And it's a continued cycle. And if it's never cut, if it's cord is never cut. Right. It just continues. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all of us. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, yeah. That's everybody. That's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll see how it plays out. Like I said, um, <laughs> where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Yep. And um, well, he's used that term before. Yeah. Where, <sighs> where there's smoke, where there's Urban Meyer, there's fire. Or <laughs> I know y'all. How, I, how you, I, I was gonna get. I, I know y'all glad of that. <laughs> I know y'all glad. No, I never thought it was ever happening. <laughs> it I, was. Yeah. It, I didn't he was here. You know what? You, you know what? You brought up a point with. Uh, you brought up a point with Coach on. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it was. Yeah, the 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 twelve the twelve playoffs. 12, the, the playoffs. So just to touch on that a little bit. Okay. To go back to it, why you, the smoke the fire thing? So they hire, state hired. What's his name? Oh, the new coach. Yeah, Smith John Smith. John Smith, Smith. and the, uh, another yeah. John Smith yeah. at Michigan State. 
So, yeah, you just made yourself John L. You just made yourself more relevant. Now we can get off it. <laughs> you blank because if you're not playing for the twelve, what are you playing for? Yeah. Well, I think I think John Smith came because he had to get out of the Pac-12 because yeah. they only had two teams still in the conference. That was everybody's bolting out. It's a safe hire too. Did I hear? Did I hear uh, Arizona's going to be joining the Big Twelve? The Arizona teams? Did I hear that? I or, or are they trying to piecemeal a Pac-12 together? It, it may be. It may be. It's all bad. It's all bad. He had to get out of there. and He took a job. Yeah. He he he, he never even recruited this area from what I was told. So Jonathan Smith. Yeah. So. This is going to be different. So he's that West, might be he's good a West Coast guy. So, so Liam, over in Oregon. So Liam Neeson. Which goes to, good luck. <laughs> which good goes luck. to the point of you saying uh, the game's changing. Yeah. So if he's if he's recruiting <laughs> West Coasters, how is that going to work for uh, them bringing them to the Midwest? Because you said, you know, how the Midwest teams were more run the football down your throat. Do you just, see uh, yeah. Jonathan Smith uh, inserting a West Coast style of football there at Michigan State? I don't know, and I don't care. He got a quarterback. He brought the kid in from uh, Oregon State. So, he, brought, he brought his quarterback, and he's a good player. So, But it, it, you're not going to be able to throw the ball in October like you did, you know, in November. It's not the same, man. It's like, hard. Go take the job. Please. It's hard. No. Yeah, back to Diddy, man. Like, we'll see how it plays out. It doesn't look good, but um, I know he got some busy lawyers. That's for sure. So, yeah. Well, listen, let's take a break. Good luck, John Smith. Uh, and Thanks a when lot. we come back on the flip side. Thanks a lot, John Smith. As we like to <laughs> do our uh, support our sponsors. <laughs> Well, there's a lot to tackle. Hey, today. Corey's going to be right about my man going first, Williams, I think. I don't know. They're, they like this other kid now, too. No, the reason I kept saying that, Blake, they just, they've Trash already back. been in love with him. Yes, they you have. Know, so that's, they that's, pushed him through. Yeah, they, yeah. He's, he's so driven. Yeah. But did you hear, though, that he actually could sign a NIL, NIL deal that'll be more than what he he would get uh, as a rookie for, deal. As a rookie in the NFL. Yeah, the rookie deal. Don't, yeah. The only that, problem that, is, guys. You don't have anything to stand on if you get hurt. Yeah. At least you got an you NFL. Mean, you mean doing the NIL thing? Yeah. Yeah. At least you get an NFL contract. Yeah. Something that you get some guaranteed money. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't get any that NIL money. They don't need you anymore. Yeah. They don't need you anymore. The NFL's like, okay, get better, come back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. NIL's like, hey, you're not even. We don't. We're not playing. Yeah. So how did you like the Heisman? Like that pick? He's nice. He's a good player. Um, I didn't. I, you know, I, I remember, think I remember anybody's Heisman. I remember watching him at Arizona State. And I thought he was, you know, just decent. Okay. He was kind of just all over the place. Okay. And I think a lot of it was because of the coaching changes and a lot of things he had to deal with with that. I, the kid is the, – the, the stats don't lie. The numbers don't lie. That's a lot of freaking yards he was putting up. Yeah. So he's a talented kid. What kind of pro is he going to be is the question. Hmm. That's the question on everybody. Yep. So when we come back, uh, I get, we, we have a segment called The Mailbag. And believe it or not, I have some mail for you guys. All some right. more mail. That's nice. So we'll do that. When we come back, we're going to take a little break. And we'll as be long right as back ain't bills. This. <laughs> hey. 
Hey everybody, this is the Outsider Scotty William, and if you're looking for a reliable tax preparer for all your personal and business taxes, well look no further than Fulton Court Services. That's right, Des Fulton is the best around and he'll make sure you get everything coming to you. So call him today at 248 483 That's right, 248 248- 483-0529 or DM them on the gram at Fulton Core Services. Get back what's coming to you. Get Fulton Core Services. Are you looking for caregiver support? At Daybreak Adult Daycare, we provide a safe environment, structure, and support that is focused on person-centered care. It is our goal to provide a home away from home while organizing and facilitating different activities for the seniors and adults in our community. Our team of highly dedicated, passionate, and professional staff focus on giving families peace of mind, knowing that the people closest to them are receiving high quality care in their absence. Adult daycare can provide an affordable care option while elevating quality of life and relieving caregiver stress with a day's break. So if you're looking for caregiver support, contact Daybreak Adult Daycare at 248-801-3004. That's 248-801-3004. Are you ready to start your future? At CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center, we recognize the importance of healthcare workers to promote health and well-being of an individual. CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center promises to deliver the utmost service to the students with ethical values, respect, and dignity. The training center also promises that every graduate will gain self-confidence and pride with the full knowledge about the course. Quality healthcare education is what we provide. If you're ready to start your future as a certified nursing assistant, call CNA Leader Healthcare Training Center today at 248 801 3302. That's 248 801 3302 to schedule your tour or enroll today at cnaleader.com. Are you looking for exclusive designs that grow as your kids grow? How about hand-picked and timeless with every piece that celebrates the simplicity and sophistication which should always exist in children's fashion? Well, Parker Lane is dedicated to every parent who yearns to fill their little one's wardrobe with thoughtful and appropriate fluid fashion. They're there to dismantle the belief that your children should be defined by characters, colors, and limiting styles, so they thrive in the details, give more with less, and create consistent looks that will stand the test of time. For Parker Lane clothing and every child getting dressed and getting prepared to share their brilliance with the world. I am me, we are us, Parker Lane clothing. Check them out today at parkerlaneclothing.com. And welcome back to the Coan Bro Opinion Show. So nice to be back in studio. We've had a great show so far. Former defensive back coach for the Michigan Wolverines. 
former player for the Michigan Wolverines, Bill Harris, Coach Bill Harris. He was a part of that uh, 1969 team that beat Ohio State. Gotta love that, right? We'd also like to thank you for tuning in. Whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform, whatever that may be, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. We'd like to also thank our listeners across the United States, because yes, we do have listeners across the United States, as far out as California, Chicago, North Carolina, up in the Catskills of New York. We also have listeners, believe it or not, that listen to us from Germany. Dankeschön. As we enter just a week away from Christmas. I know I don't have all of my Christmas shopping done, which is, you know, nothing new for me. And I know some of you out there are probably in the same boat as me. You you shop on Christmas Eve trying to find those last-minute stocking stuffers. Yeah. It happens. Every year it happens. We'd also like to thank our viewers on our YouTube channel at the Kavana Broadcast Network for watching us for the past, oh, couple of months now, I think, we've been doing shows on live shows on YouTube, and uh, we're trying to uh, do our best to get better quality video. We've had some issues with uh, sound going out and all that other good stuff, but it is what it is. We're thankful that you tune in. We're thankful to be able to sit in front of each other and uh, chop it up, so to speak. I'd like to give a shout out to our friend and caller, a listener who lives all the way out in California, and uh, he uh, puts us on on his hour trek into L.A. County to work. Detroit Joe, he wanted to call in today and chop it up with Corey because uh, I don't think I've ever met a bigger Detroit Slappy than Detroit Joe. Whether it's the Detroit Lions, the Michigan State Spartans, he's a big Red Wing guy. Joe is battling COVID, and we hope he is feeling better. Best wishes. We hope you uh, have a speedy recovery. Also on today's show, you've heard Breezy, our 
independent artists. We featured independent artists uh, throughout the year on our show, certain shows during the year. She is one of them. And we wanted to feature her again this week. We'll also have an independent artist next week and the following week. So Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve we will have. Uh, we'll feature an independent artist that is uh, friends of the show. We always like to support the okay, independent yeah. artists out there. Well, listen, before we uh, took a break, uh, we said we have some more uh, stuff in the email bag that we haven't got to. Oh, Lord. Let's, di- let's and, get it. Uh, as long as it's not bills. Before we... Uh, Don't... There is some stuff for Corey. Papa was Rolling Stone. What would you? What would you I'll rather hear? Uh, would you rather? You rather me do a, a Tony first or no or matter? Corey? You can do Tony. You can okay. do Okay. Okay, uh, Tony. Uh, this is from uh, John. He said he he wanted to ask you as a player transitioning to the college football level. What advice would you offer in terms of preparing both mentally and physically for the challenges and expectations that come with playing at this higher competitive level mm. based on your extensive extensive coaching experience? That's a very good question and yeah. something that, that needs to be addressed. That's a good question. The, the biggest thing is you need to be around guys who are on that level. Mm. Okay. If you plan on playing at the collegiate level, you need to get – and if you're going – if you're not going early in January, that summer, you need to be playing with guys at the collegiate level. Okay. Mm. The only way you get good, good good at something is to be doing that thing mm. at that level. Okay. You cannot prepare for college football practicing with high school kids. Okay. Mm. Because the level is heightened and it's not the same. Okay. You're 17, 18, the dudes you're going to be playing against are 21, 22, some 23. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And the physical challenge of that is you need to learn how to physically be prepared for that. So you got to learn how they work out, okay. and then you got to work out like that. Mm. And that's every aspect. That's the weight training and the running mm. and your diet. Okay, Everything has to get on that level because if you don't, you're going to see yourself yeah. – lagging back and not able to to keep up okay and one thing that i knew that was the biggest difference when i got on campus at michigan Mm. was that my body even though i was in really good physical shape Mm -hmm. was nowhere near like these dudes bodies were Mm. because they had been training and on a whole different level and they had been lifting and running year round and they're on a different diet and we're eating chips and we're eating drinking Fago at the time. So you're saying 24-7. It's got to be a consistency. It's got to be a complete growth uh, metamorphosis. Okay. Mm. Change in your whole body, your mind, everything. If you want to get ready to play on that level, you got to prepare to play on that level. Okay. And that's playing, that's being and working out with collegiate athletes, training with collegiate athletes, doing what collegiate athletes do. Yes. Okay. Mm. That's, the, that's the best way to do it. There's no other way. Wow. So... Let's just say he hasn't picked a school yet. Very well. Mm-hmm. How would you do? How would what 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 kind of? How would he find uh, a way to get that experience? So you 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 connect with either former players that at your high school that played collegiately, 
mm-hmm. and you contact with, get in contact with them and work out with them, okay. or other schools or buddies you may know of guys who may have went to, you know, Michigan State or Michigan, and and they're working out in the summer at Wayne State. Mm-hmm. They're working out, you know, at one of the facilities. Okay. They're lifting at, you know, powerhouse. Okay. You got to get with them. You got to, you got to, you know, get yourself out there and ask questions and find out where is everybody at. Where where's everybody training this summer? Mm-hmm. Where's everybody going to be getting their, their their workouts at? Where mm-hmm. where the one on ones? Okay. You know where the linemen drills? Where the linebacker drills? Where are they? For one of your high school, if even if you're a high school coach, a lot of my players will come back and I will work out with them. Okay. Mm. In preparation because I obviously understood the preparation for that level. Sure. So <clears throat> working out with a coach who understands it helps as well. But again, you need to be you need to be going upwards. Okay. You don't need to be leveling off. Okay. And you find look, if you really want to do it bad enough, you'll find someone who's doing it. And you'll connect yourself with them and you'll train with them in preparation for that level. Well put. great job Tom. Well we put. have a new segment on our show. It is called The Grid Iron Guru coming to you live from the outside of studios. It is now time for you to clear your mind of all the cowboy rhetoric that is shoved down your throat. Week in and week out. It is now time to free your mind of Troy Aikman's The Best of All Time. It's now time. Free your mind of the Dallas Cowboys are always going to win. No. Release the poison. school 
Hall of Fame head coach, Tony Blankenship's Picks of the Week. He's not that type of guru, but Tony will spin it to you straight. <laughs> All right, Tony. Oh, we got coming up Monday, December eighteenth. The Bahamas Bowl. Mm. The big Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion, and from what I'm seeing here, it's been temporarily temporarily relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina. I wonder what happened there. What do you think? Where is Old Dominion located? That's what, Virginia? I think so. Closer to North Carolina than Western Kentucky, right? Yeah. I'm taking Old Dominion. Ooh. Hmm. Coming up Tuesday, December 19th, hmm. the Frisco Bowl. I, I, can I just say this? These bowls names are just outrageous this year. But anyway, Marshall versus UTSA. 9 o'clock on ESPN. Who Who is UTSA? University of Texas San Antonio. Oh, okay. That's why he's a guru. That's right. I would never know. <laughs> hey, quick fact. Got sure. one of my kids played for me at Denby. Uh, I think he's getting ready to sign with them. Really? He's a, yeah, he's, he's at the junior college now in Kansas. Nice. I saw him on social media. I sent him a uh, a, a nice little note. So I saw him suited up with their, in their gear. And, nice young man. Yep. Yeah. Proud of him. So got a couple kids, a couple of my boys from that last team I coached who are in a position to get Division One scholarships now. They wouldn't play junior college ball. Not okay. Shot. So I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date. Please do. Okay. Please do. Maybe we can get on the show. Who are you going with? Marshall I'm, I'm, or I'm, I'm going with... University of Texas, San Antonio. Wow. Mm. Coming up Thursday, December 21st, the Boca Raton Bowl, live on ESPN at 8 p.m., where it will feature USF versus Syracuse. What do you got, Tony? I'm going to take Syracuse. I think they mm. played a much tougher schedule this year. Even though they fired the coach. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Coming up Friday, December 22nd, in Tampa, Florida, it's the Gasparilla Bowl. You ever, Gasparilla? What is that? What is that? That's a good question. But it's Georgia Tech versus UCF with a 6.30 p.m. start time on ESPN. Who do you got? I'm going with UCF. Really? Yes. Okay. Taking the points. Okay. Coming up Saturday, December 23rd. From Birmingham, Alabama, a 12 p.m. start on ABC. It's Troy versus Corey's Duke. <laughs> His quarterback left. No, is he gone? He's gone already. Yes, Corey's Duke, Leitner and Hurley. Not no, the football. The quarterback, the kid you were talking <laughs> yeah, about. I liked him. Yeah, you did. I liked him. I didn't think he was great. I thought yeah. he was decent. Okay, I'm taking Troy. Okay, hmm. for an upset. At 12 p.m., also on December 23rd, the Camilla Bowl, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois from Montgomery, Alabama. 
Shout out to Montgomery. Who gotta, are you going with? Got to take Northern Illinois. They okay. always do a decent job in the postseason. Okay. They okay. do a nice job. Also on the 23rd, Armed Forces Bowl. You are going to see Air Force versus James Madison from Fort Worth, Texas at 3.30 p.m. Start time on ABC. Who do you got? I got James Madison in upset. Ooh, really? Yep. All right. Yep. They've been they've been playing well all year. Um, you know, I think it's their opportunity to shine on national stage. ABC. That's a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Coming up also on the twenty third. I think this is when you're really seeing the bowl games come out. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Hmm. From Boise, Idaho, at 3.30 p.m. on ESPN, you're going to see Georgia State take on Utah State. Who do you got, Tony? I got Utah State. Wow. Another bowl in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, 7 p.m. on ESPN, our locally owned Eastern Michigan Mm. will take on Mm. South Alabama in the 68 Ventures Bowl. Who do you got? It's a home game for South Alabama. I hate to go against Eastern Michigan there down the street, brother. But I'm going with Eastern Michigan. Wow. Eastern Michigan it is. Plus 15. EMU. Also, Las Vegas Bowl. Mm. Las Vegas, Nevada at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. You have Northwestern to take on Utah. What do you got? Well, it's amazing that Northwestern is even in a bowl game after what they just experienced this year. It's a lot. That's a lot. But Utah plays in one of the toughest conferences in the country, Mm -hmm. and they're a solid program. They lost a lot of guys to injuries, though, but I'm still going to take Utah. Utah it is. Also on the 23rd, the Hawaii Bowl. From Honolulu, Hawaii, at 10.30 p.m. start time on ESPN, San Jose State will take on Coastal Carolina. Man. Mm. I I don't know anything about any of those teams, Tony. Well, That's why he's a guru. San Jose State has uh, rolled off like four or five straight games with wins. Okay. Um, Hawaii, uh, I'm sorry, Coastal Carolina normally – has a pretty good program. You guys remember a couple years ago, they were undefeated. Yeah. Mm. They were fighting, saying they should be national champions. <laughs> um, but I'm going with San Jose State. Okay. You have all the picks up until we come back on our Christmas Eve show, December 24th. Just six days away. So you have all the bowl picks from the gridiron guru himself. Our head coach, Dodie Blankenship. Well, we have a lot of people we like to thank. And one of those guys is a guy that really adds to the show when he can be here. And he likes to go at it with Corey. And that's our buddy, Doc. We'd like to wish Doc a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And, of course, 
We look forward to having him back on the show in 2024. So let's take a look back now to a segment where he sat in with all of us. Tony, Corey, and myself. Here's a look back with the doc. What you got? Have you guys heard that Big Gretch we are has passed out a bill the that uh, would allow Michigan high school players to get NIL money? It was just, she passed out that bill. I just seen this uh, earlier this week. Uh, and I, I wanted to get all your guys' thoughts on this. What do you, what do you th- I, let, why don't I start it off with a guy who, yeah. who is a who's a high school yeah, uh, sure. coach. Tony, what, what do you feel about that? Well, you know what? It's a great opportunity. Okay. You think it's a great opportunity? Yes, it is. Okay. Kids get a chance to make money. and uh, A lot of these businesses and a lot of people who got money they need to write off that make a lot of money they can sponsor and pour into a couple of these, these really good football, basketball, baseball, right. softball players, high school players, soccer. I think it's kind of cool. I never really thought there was anything against it. I, actually, I didn't know that high school players couldn't <laughs> receive <laughs> money while they were in high school. Like, oh, okay. I, I don't. I'm not. You know. It was just. It was just illegal for uh, college. Yes, people. That's what, get... that's what I understood. So, what was the big thing with these guys? If they were with the Ed Martin thing, if they were getting stuff, obviously they were getting stuff before they got uh, recruited yeah. to Michigan. So, if that's yeah. the case, then what was the big stink about? I think because they were. Enrolled at Michigan. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. And they Michigan had, always getting the the back end of the deal. Yeah, well, they were getting stuff while they were student athletes at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was the yeah. the issue. Yeah, kind of like a <clears throat> uh, if I help you now, help me later. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. Having like a, an agent. Yeah, that's what it was like. Pretty much. Yeah, having an agent. Yeah, I didn't hear about that bill. I this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. I thought it was interesting, to yeah. be honest with you. I agree with most. I agree with everything she does. I don't know about everything. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I don't know about this. Like, will it, you think, Blank, like, if they start doing this type of stuff, you can chime in, Doc. <clears throat> you think the kids will lose the focus? Like. That's a lot to put on. You know, a, a young kid. Like a young kid. You know what I mean? Now, again, you see this type of thing in tennis. You see it Tennis. in any individual sports. Really? With, with yeah. those student athletes mm-hmm. get major contracts. Baseball, mm-hmm. um, even a kid that went to Michigan uh, years ago. So that's why I'm kind of confused, yeah. I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, this is, that would, this would be groundbreaking. I, like, wow. Well, the kid from Michigan <clears throat> got money from the Yankees before he signed with Michigan. Yeah. Drew Henson? Drew Henson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quarterback. So. This is true. I'm not, again. <laughs> I never know. I yeah. never knew it was uh, yeah. against the law, yeah. and maybe it's now. Well, that's a different take. I I wasn't even thinking you were going to say that, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, yeah. You know, here's my thing with it. You know, I think everybody has a right to make some money, but here's my thing: these kids are mostly going to be underage, which means they're going to have parents involved in those on these deals. Right. I mean, you know, what if it's in the hundreds of thousands, millions? Right. And then all of a sudden you're going to start saying, my mom and dad uh, took all my money and it was raping me records yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And it's going to be the whole uh, child child star thing where the parents take yeah. all the money and run. Gary Coleman. Well, how often do you think that's going to happen, though? That level of player. That's true. That's true. 
where because if you think about it, it's not like college where you can you have a young adult, right? right. At the end of the day, these kids are eighteen when they go to sure. co- go yep. to college. Yep. And their movement throughout different universities pending maybe where they're getting that money mm-hmm. is independent of their family. When you're in high school, like is the whole family gonna uproot and move to a, a different area or school neighborhood or That's something true. because of, of this money? I mean, it's possible. Mm. But I think about with kids who are student athletes or any sort of extracurricular kids that aren't involved in that stuff, they can go get jobs, right? They can get done with school and go off to the movie theater or Dairy Queen or wherever they're working. These student athletes, they don't have that ability to make that money when they're teenagers because they're so committed Mm -hmm. to that sport or that extracurricular. Mm -hmm. So why not allow them to get paid if there's a way to do it? Yeah. I, I'm just shocked. I, I thought how do you somebody would come up with something negative on this. How do you set it? Like, how do you? That's a good question. As a quarterback, I, you know what I mean? What's the money? What are we talking here? I well, the the, the thing money I right. read was that it's basically you know, nil money. That's oh, it. Okay. They're able to get it. Wow. Yeah. And do you think this is going to cause issues, though? I mean, seriously. I mean, there's got to be some issues. It's got to be. Well, especially in the inner city where, you know, especially like, when money's you, involved, you got, you know, yep. here's this kid, you know, living in. I, and I and I bring this up because it's more the the urban area cities that, you know, might not be as well, well off mm-hmm. money wise, knowing this kid's got some money. And do you think that this could, you know, I know it sounds movie ish, like plot wise, but he knowing that kid, he, there could be a target on that kid's back. What do you think? Hmm. No. I think it's kind of been a norm, whether we know it or not. Okay. Um, more than we know. Hmm. Like you mentioned. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that Absolutely. kids are uprooting and moving. These kids have been moving right. and going to different schools, and parents have been moving to different cities so right. those kids can go to these um, prep schools mm-hmm. and these different uh, IMGs, mm. places that, like where they can be more, get more exposure, more elevation to their careers. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think of Stoudemire, you know, the gentleman that played for the Phoenix Suns years ago, yeah, and how he went every year to a different place. He mm-hmm. moved mm-hmm. before he went to the NBA draft. Amari, okay, Amari, 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 yeah, Amari okay. Stoudemire. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know. I gotta, I gotta get more educated on. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, think about uh, where we went to school, Livonia Franklin, right? Right. Ryan Anderson, the pitcher, okay, that was drafted by the Mariners. Okay. I think he played one or two years at Livonia Franklin. Okay. Then went off to Divine Child. Okay. Mm. And you know what I mean? And now that's not to say that there was any sort of like money transaction or something, but kids are always moving around mm-hmm. to get to that better school if, if there's an opportunity there. Yeah. yeah. But it reminds me of, do you guys remember the show Friday Night Lights? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Season one, they had that Voodoo Taylor kid. Remember, he was uprooted through uh, Hurricane Katrina, and that yeah. was the whole like one of the yeah. subplots of the school's like paying money and finding ways yeah. to work him into okay into the uh they were basically bidding against each other to get this kid this quarterback onto their team hmm. yeah these kids should i mean somebody a car dealer or something wants to pay these kids money look let them do it Corey yeah. knows this probably better than most mm. you know allegedly king high school is uh infamous for making sure some kids are able to <laughs> Come to King High School who don't live anywhere near King High School. Yeah, I I did it. I transferred from Notre Dame to to King. But I had to sit. Like, I could play baseball, but I had to sit 
for basketball. I couldn't play until January. This really? season started. Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. I mean. So there's there is a waiting period then. Transfer rule is still in play, yeah. but obviously it sounds like they can get money. I don't. I, again, I never knew high school kids good. Now, how do yeah. you, how could you tell? Yeah, a lot of football players can. I mean, like you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Parents right. got parents even make them go come over. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't, I'm not. I have to look at that thing. I saw it when it was passed. Shout so, out to Gretch. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I I, I actually thought so. You guys were going to come up with some really bad things. You must you must have something negative to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> you <call it. laughs> Okay, I just feel like you know that's a lot of money. It, it, you know, it could be a lot of money. I'm not saying every kid's going to get it, right. but I just feel like there's. That's you know, why I said how do you when determine you, it? When you're in, when you're 18 years old, and that's even a lot. Of, that's even young to have a ton of money because you can get yourself into trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it could cause a lot of issues with, you know, parents like parents Taking stealing the, the money, money and, oh, and yeah. different things like that. Like, but I don't know if that, you know, if they'll have stipulations in place. Like childhood stars in Hollywood. Yeah. Yes. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of, of course, there's probably going to be some negative fallout from it. Sure. Do we think college football is better today now that these players can transfer and make this money and all that? I would argue it's not. But that doesn't mean that they don't have a right to make that money. So mm. because there's going to be a couple bad actors or some bad fallout in a couple areas doesn't mean that they shouldn't have this opportunity. It sure. shouldn't be on the table for them. Sure. Yeah. That's the way I look yeah. at it. If, if you look at major sports, um, you know, athletes at football and basketball mm-hmm. are pretty much the only athletes who are kind of told they have to wait to make money. Yeah. Yep. Everybody else, you can make money yeah. right in, in high school, yeah. going and playing for your farm team if you're mm-hmm. in, in hockey. Um, if you're playing minor league in baseball, they're, they're, if you're a soccer – I'm sorry, yes, if you're a soccer player, right. if you're uh, a golfer, um, yeah, tennis, yep. <clears throat> those individual sports, those kids can make money and have. As we've seen, they make me- mega millions, you know, millions yep. of dollars. So, Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's so that they can benefit from – the athlete before the athlete makes the money. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of a benefit process for these universities, sure. so that they can make money off the kids. Okay. If if they allow kids, you know, just to leave, then yeah, you got you have a lot of guys leaving yeah. when they can't benefit from them. Right. They can get two years off selling a kid's jersey. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, but two years and off getting students to enroll in your university right. because that kid is there right. because he's <clears> such a uh, you know yeah. humongous. Yeah. Uh, name, mm-hmm. then those universities are like, yeah, we need to be able to pad gotcha. our pockets for gotcha. a couple of years. Gotcha. So that's yep. why I believe they do, <clears throat> they that, do that. Boy, sexy Gretch. Good. Why is it? Why is it big Gretch? Where did that come from? I don't know. With, got, the, with, with the Cartier, she got the big Gretches. No, seriously, I never knew why they start calling her that. Like I, I, I was that, called sexy Gretch. Because I think she's an attractive woman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Bag with old bag titties. Huh? Yeah. I think it's more because of her personality, personality what okay. she gets done, gotcha. not gotcha. Like no, a, an yeah. appearance yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I get it. Interesting. That well, was a good one. We need yeah. to, we got to research that some more, though. We got to wait and see. Why what she's happens. Big Gretch? No, no, no. The oh. whole. <laughs> 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 the whole thing. Like, this is the first I heard it when you sent, you know, that text out. Well, yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't see it on Instagram. I've seen NIL. I did. I did see it, and people did send it to me. 
um, even in my inbox. Mm. I will get coaches and, you know, but we, I never really discussed it because, again, I need to get some more insight on it because, I, I, I again, I'm kind of surprised at the whole big deal. Hmm. I've always thought it was going on. You always thought it was going on? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you gave those examples of, <laughs> of people making money, but – I just know this from having two young kids, the stuff they watch on YouTube, like these kids that are like six, seven years old, they're like millionaires now because yeah. they're on oh, YouTube yes. being monetized yes. or TikTok or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Going to deny a high school athlete that right. kind of opportunity. Yeah. You just can't do it. That's a good point. That's yeah. a great point. Good point. Oh, I, yep. Like I said, yep. I, I yep. thought I'd get a, everybody's kind of in agreement here other than me. Which doesn't surprise well, you haven't me. said why you're not in agreement, well, Scotty. Uh, well, the reason is, I, I think if, 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 if there's stipulations in place, like, because I just feel, I could just see it happening now. You're going to see the news. Uh, Roy Jackson, star center for Detroit Cast Tech, family steals NIL money. He's poor. <laughs> you're going to see it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can see it. I can just see this kind of stuff happening. Because they don't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know it can happen when, you know, they get into college and all that other stuff. And I know that this money can be good for people, but I just feel like there could be a lot of other Extra things. Extra stuff going on with it. Yeah. Ra- a lot of other rabbit holes that these kids with them having this kind of money. Because who's to say, who's to say the parent is, yeah, that's a parent, but who's to say the parent has any uh, common sense when it comes to, uh, getting a right. lucrative that's, amount of that's money. That's a great point. You right. know what I'm saying? That's right. a great point. I totally right. understand where you're coming from because money will do that to people. And if you never had it, then you don't know how to handle it. And it could become a problem in that way. So, Scotty, you're right. But it happens with child actors all the time. All the time. They don't. They don't all of a sudden stop paying child actors because... Well, that's true. 20% of their parents have, have been bad actors and stolen their money. <laughs> right, right. Well, I agree. Gary Coleman. But you, but right. You see, That's yeah, the first but guy. You, yeah, but you exactly. See the, yeah. But you see the repercussions of a lot of these child actors that, uh, where their parents abused them, whether it be money and other things. You know, look, uh, case in point, uh, Dana Plato, uh, Gary Coleman. Well, that whole staff. Uh, uh, what's Todd, the other guy? Todd. Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges. Um, what was the other kid? Um, was it McCarley Kaufman? No, the one in the Partridge family. Oh, uh, Danny Bonaduce or the yeah, other guy, that, say, oh, uh, Sean Cassidy or yeah. David Cassidy or David something. Ca- yeah, yeah. Webster. I don't remember. Webster. Oh yes, money. I remember Webster. Yeah. Okay, well, but then, wasn't he getting money from Mike though? Wasn't uh, he Mike's good friend? Oh lord, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, <laughs> oh boy. But devil's advocate, and I would never do this with my. Kid. I would never have my kid be an actor or anything. But you, especially with athletics, right? Think about how much the parents drive their kids to practice they will reconfigure their entire lives around their child's sports stuff sports stuff their extracurricular whatever Mm -hmm. so then i mean does a parent right there's that entitlement theory well hey they wouldn't even be at the school if i didn't drive them to peewee football for all those years and then take them to your your child is your investment i think it becomes an investment yeah right i think that the, the parents should get some money. Like what you just said. That's a perfectly good example of what the parents will start thinking well, as well as they should. Like, well, that's what we need to find out, too. Yeah. How does that work with the NIL in the high school level uh, exactly. in the state of Michigan? Exactly. 
Now, does the does the checks go to the child that, when they're under eighteen? That's, that's going to be on you, Blake. You're the high school coach. Well, I definitely can check it out. We need to know updates on this. Yeah. All right, I'm definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll work at that. The Hall of Famer. I want to yeah, see. Right. I want to see. Yep. Okay. Well, that topic ended a little shorter than I thought, but that's okay. Um, so listen, uh, it is what it is. I thought, it was a good time. I mean, I it was thought good. we were going to talk about this for like 30, 40 minutes. I really, I really did, yeah. Hmm. But we, since we're all pretty much in agreement, yeah. other than me, but that's okay. Yeah. Not every take is a debate. That's true. That's true. I know people like to hear that and see that, and we will debate right. for sure. But right. not every topic is a debate. So a death in college basketball. Wow. Bobby Knight. Wow. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. The general. The general, do you think? Uh, do you do you consider him one of the best of all time? Top four, absolutely, e- easy, yeah, no doubt. Top, arguably, it could be arguably one, but you got here, well. Here's the, well, he's definitely old school. Here's the. Here's I don't the, think his antics could get to go, could go on today. Yeah. the way no, he goes. No, 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 no. That's right. different world now. Different yeah. era. Yeah, Izzo tries to pull it a little bit, but he's not to the level that Knight did. But I would say Smith, Smith, Wooden, Knight, Shashevsky. Mm. That. that that should be the Mount Rushmore, I believe. That's that would be my top four. Really, college, Rush, how Mount Rushmore college coaches? Who are they? Knight, Chusevsky, Dean, Dean Smith, Wooden, and Smith. Okay. What, do you, guys, hard to what argue. do you guys think? Hard to argue that. Yeah. Hard to argue. Chusevsky. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, I'm not a huge basketball guy by right. no means, but yeah, I would say that. I mean, that that it had that has a legacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Knight would be up there. Bobby Knight, they say, who who's your number one? Shashevsky. I mean, you're a Duke guy, we know. But I love Patino. Like, yeah. really? I, yeah. I think okay. Patino. I think Patino's better than Coach K because Coach K had all the players that Patino didn't, and Patino went everywhere and won. Okay, don't get me wrong, but you can't take Coach K off of the. That's not his fault. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, Coach K, those those guys, obviously. I mean, I like self. I mean, I like I like college, you know, hmm. good coaches. But, yeah, those four to me, um, that would be the four. Do you think people even recognize Bobby Knight for the actual good coach that he was? Or do you think they just think of him as the chair-throwing <laughs> maniac, <laughs> you know, that he's been oh, yeah, portrayed as? Yeah. Portrayed yeah. as. Honestly, do people I, even recognize his accomplishments I as honestly, a coach anymore? I honestly think they do both. I do. I, I think more with the chair stuff. But people forget that he was the last undefeated. Ever. Yeah. Um, mm. A lot of folks say, like, a lot of his folks, you know, in his circle say that he could have coached football. He's a smart guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, his players love him. His former players love him. And I, I know Isaiah does. Shout out to Zeke. Best Shout point guard of all time. Yes, yes. Greatest point guard of all time, by the way. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Bobby Knight was, he told Portland, he told Portland to draft Jordan. You remember that, Doc? He told he told Portland to draft, that was Bowie that year. Mm-hmm. And Portland said, we need a center. He said, let Jordan play center. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he'll play center. And then he said also when he had him in the Olympics, he said this is going to be the greatest basketball player ever to play before wow. Jordan even touched. He said he's going to be the greatest ever. The guy was smart. You know what I mean? He was controversial, followed him, 
You know, I don't think everything he done that he did was, you know, above board. You know, punching kids, elbowing kids, whatever he did. But a lot of people respected him and loved him. So two way street, fifty fifty. But yeah. I think they do. People that know basketball know how how important he was as a coach. I, I, I think, think to piggyback off that from your your question for Corey, he won three national championships in a ten year period. Sure, amazing. Yeah. But the problem is. It's not a problem. The the thing that goes with it is that that group of fans, that was from 76 to 87. Right. So when you go from 76 to 87 and you win three national championships, that's a certain group of fans. Right. And 87 being the last one, right? 87 yeah. being the last one. And the thing is, man, I was 17. Yeah. You know, yeah. 16 then. So folks so won't remember. Some, that's what you're getting at. A lot of folks don't. A lot, lot of, they don't even yeah. know he did that. Yeah. That's amazing that That's he amazing. did that. But yeah. these these fans now definitely don't. And even the last twenty years, right. yep. Just a you know the disconnect is real. Yeah. So yeah, they have, they remember yeah. the cheer throwing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, right, because you can't. I can't go as a youngster go on like YouTube yep. and watch that entire championship run. Right. That he had within that decade. Right. But what I can do is find that ten second clip of him throwing the chair. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, really? That's going to yes. come up first. That's going to come up first, right. Right. That's the shame of it is that yeah, we, everything now is so quick hitting and can we condense it down to just like a minute or 30 yeah. seconds? Yeah. And unfortunately, Bobby Knight's transgressions yeah. fit really nicely into that. Yes. Yes. That mindset, that approach. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. So like now, um, obviously that couldn't go on. But why did we like? Nobody did anything about it. Well, back then, yeah, like we had a coach at Notre Dame called Coach Shoemaker. He would do the same thing. He would throw balls at us, grab us. But today's kid would not oh, even. No, it's a different world. Of could not even. Different standards. I mean, wow. Yeah, like it's just different. They're, the people. One thing I learned as a coach mm-hmm. is they say, "Well, the kids have changed." Yeah. Well, no. People, kids are always kids. Okay. They don't change. Okay. Does a, a culture change? And it does, but it normally is because the parents are raising them different. Differently. There you go. So that's why they're different. Yeah. They're different because they're being raised, raised different. Di- we were raised different. We were raised yeah. that you could toughen up and deal yeah. with that type of stuff. Our parents would send us off and send like, a, so what? He, what? So, so what? He grabs you. Right. Yeah. You're fine. He's the, he's the parent when we're not. We're not. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And But that's a different, a different world back right. then right. than what it is now. Right. Parents are different, so the kids are different. Yep. Kids are still kids. They're not going to do mm-hmm. what you allow them to do. Mm-hmm. They will follow if you put them in, a, in the right path, structure, mm-hmm. discipline, things mm-hmm. of that nature. But if, you are, the, yep. if you're coddling them, yep. and they are coddled at a yep. horrible level these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. I mean, bad. Not, not being able to accept accountability, being responsible, things like that. Yeah. That's just because I, they're not parented like we were parents. You're right. You're right. And I totally agree with that. I had a kid that I coached this summer. He was in the we, – we, game time was like 15 minutes. He was in the cage. They had cages set up where you could, you know. His mother brought him a bowl of macaroni and cheese. He was walking to the cage. Yeah. I said <laughs> – I said, that's not are we serious right now? Like, really? So it's a different type of, like you said, Wait, the, did the bring – Did he eat up. the mac and cheese? No. I said, I, I, I wouldn't let wouldn't him. Let him. Yeah. His stomach would have been messed up, man. I said, no. I said, he's, I said, he's about to swing, man. Like, can we, you know. I, was she I, I feeding respect- him? Did she put a bib around him, too? Well, no. The, 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 <laughs> right the she box? had the bowl and the spoon. What? Like, coming into the cage. I said, 
excuse me, like, you know, I said, Randy, you know, go ahead and finish swinging. Like, we will. Back that, and cheese after the game. A testament of these younger parents. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Jeez. Like, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, Dave. Well, I want to know what kind of mac and cheese was it? Was it like the real deal, or was I it think like it was craft like I think it was garbage. the Panera, like the, you know how Panera oh, has yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man! I said you can't be serious right now. Parents don't know the boundaries. Man. They don't. They, they gotta don't. learn the boundaries. You yeah. have to teach them. Because she just walked right past me and walked right into the cage. Yeah. I said, okay, wow. There's, All right. There's some etiquette to coaching and, yeah. and kids playing parents. Yeah. yeah. But not to digress, it's so hard as a parent because you feel like you're always being judged by other parents and mm-hmm. how you do things. So, I mean, I have a child that's on the autism spectrum, and our approach of parents is like, okay, it is what it is. You're not, that's no excuse. You still have to behave certain ways or act certain ways okay. in public or whatever. And, I don't necessarily think that that approach is shared by other parents. Okay. And so it always puts me on edge, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I uh, take a different approach to how I handle sure. things right. with my kids or with my yep. daughter in that case. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Crazy, man. Crazy. Right. Yeah, but shout out to uh, Bobby Knight. Yeah. The no general doubt. and his family. Like, you know. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, and his friends. Uh, I remember the interview with him and... Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Shap, Dick Shap, which is Bobby Knight's. You're not like your dad. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Knight was Dick Shap. They were really good friends. Dick Shap. He was sports yeah. reporters. Yep. Sports he was dope. Dick Shap's a legend. Yeah, he was. A he true a legend. legend. He was great. Yeah. I, I mean, just him. just excellent. Just I just love to watch yes. that show. That was a yeah. great show. Yes. Sports reporters. Nice. Um, but Jeremy is good too. He is. But he was coming up in the ranks and he was asking Bobby. He was grilling him. Hey, what 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 about this? What about the choking? And and Bobby was like. Bobby was like, let me talk, Jeremy. You're going to let me finish? And then he paused. And then that's, the, that's what he said. The you got a long way to go to be as good as your dad. You know, he had night in that crossfire. Right. He had it heated. See, Scott, yeah. Scotty, that's why we didn't argue about the Gretsch thing, because okay. we're all sports reporters, guys. Yeah. They didn't. That wasn't, you know, okay. we grew up in that sports reporters. Yeah. Everyone yes. could have yes. very rational, yes. good discussion okay. and yep. debate. It's yeah. not like we're not that Stephen A. crop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all right. I'll get you guys arguing. Right, yeah, 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 debate. It's, it's coming. It that's take, coming. It don't, it, don't, it don't take long with that guy. It is coming. It's true. Corey, Corey is in the building. It's coming. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, uh, those topics went awful quick, but yeah. that's okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's what it is. Uh, some topics. Well, you guys didn't you talk. Guys, I mean, we talked forty-five minutes with Sarah and Sexy Red last week. But I gave, but I gave my four. You guys didn't give your four. Everybody agreed to my four. For what? For the coaches. So everybody agree with that? You didn't say who. I did. I agree. I agree with it. That's okay. kind of hard to argue. Hard to argue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who else? Who else you gonna put in besides Patino? Uh, yeah. I yeah. You're right. Larry Brown maybe. He, Calipari. No. Uh, Larry's. Is, what about Bill Freed? A legend. Bill Frieder. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just Michigan. Michigan. No, no, no. <laughs> Tommy Amaker. Right. Didn't he, didn't he take, uh, or he almost took. Uh, Steve Fisher. Steve too, Fisher huh? took him, but that was Bill Frieder's team, right? It was. But what about Steve Fisher? Steve yeah, didn't, he didn't win any more championships. No. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> he won one and went back once and. Here, here, I'm not a big believer. Here's in, a debate. I'm not a big believer in Izzo, but go ahead. Let me tell you I this. Am, I, I, I support him. So, Fisher's first team that he took and won a championship with. Yeah. You put them up against the Fab Five. If you put those two, which two teams, which which of those teams are better? What'd you say off the top of your head? Michigan basketball. Fab Five. I'm going to take the Fab Five. Really? Yeah. Even though they didn't win a title? Right. The talent was just stupid. Yeah, the talent was. If it went seven games. 
I was lucky enough to be there for both. Glenn Rice? Yeah, I was there, and I, I'm going to tell you something. Glenn Rice was on fire. I mean, I've never I, seen anything I, like that. I, I'm, I, this, this is difficult because, you know, it is kind five, of five of my guys, mm-hmm. we were all there together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great experience, <laughs> and the hype was amazing. But that right. team, you have to, if you look at it, you know, comparably, okay, that first national champion, all those guys played significant amounts of time in the NBA. You know what? And, so, and, and maybe that's a good question, Scott, and go blank. I hear what you're saying. And, and also, too, I think maybe I'll change my – because I think that team was deeper. Way deeper. What team? The, the Fab Five or the other one? No, you're no, the first the, first, the 89 the team one that had Eric Riley. Yeah. They, yeah. They, had, they had some guys. Yeah. You had Higgins back. coming off the bench. They did. Higgins they had Sean Higgins who yeah. was a pro. pro. I mean, they had six guys go, yeah. not five. Yeah. So, you know, Louis Vault, yeah. Terry Mills, yeah. Romel Robinson. Glenny. And Glenn, you know. Higgins went, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, that team. Maybe was, that team. Maybe that, that team. That team yeah. was, they were loaded, man. Yeah. Romel played for the Jersey Nets yeah. for a year. Because Glenn yeah. played a lot of years. Lloyd yeah. played for the Clippers a lot of years. Higgins Terry had, Mills played Higgins for a lot of years. Higgins had a few years. Sean Higgins played for a few years. Yeah. yeah. They um, were deeper. They were just as big. So, yeah, I would probably say, you're right. Uh, I just looked at it from a talent standpoint. Fat Five was so talented. Because athletically, yeah, yes. Because athletic, because Jimmy and Jimmy and Ray, they didn't go pro. Well, they they got they went, a chance. they got chance, but they didn't stick. They didn't stay for Jimmy like played for a couple days. years yeah. in Vancouver and Van- yes, Toronto, you're right. I yes. think a couple places, couple yeah, for you know a yeah. short period of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but Ray didn't really get a legitimate shot. Yeah, the obvious obvious stars were the three. Yeah, you know, Jalen. But it was six for the first group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Six yeah. of those dudes were yeah. in the NBA yeah. playing, and Glenn shot the lights out. That that run he had was yeah, Glenn. Was, geez, that was crazy, man. Oh man, Glenn was a good pro. He wouldn't miss. Yeah, great pro, all star. Yeah, he's an all star. Yeah, a good pro. Well, that was that was interesting. Good. That's a good question. See, I, yeah, I would really I would I would I would have said I would have said uh, just from I know talent standpoint, you said the Path Five. That's kind of, but they didn't win anything. No, they didn't. So that's why I would give the edge to yeah. Uh, they didn't. They didn't win a Big Ten title. Glenn Rice. No, they didn't. They didn't. They just they, they had two trips to the Final Four. Two trips to the Final Four. Yep. So you got to give them credit for that. That's that's still huge. Would you consider that the biggest disappointment in college sports? No, no, because they were all kids. Yeah, they were freshmen. <laughs> Stand sophomore. Freshmen so, when they went. So no. Oh, that's no. It's, it's still. That's why they're is legendary because yeah. they did do it. That's why yeah. people respect it now because they did. Looking back at it, they did do that. No, yeah. they did not win any championships. But we haven't seen a freshman group do it since then. No. Nope. Mm. Yeah, they changed the whole dynamic. Yeah. Could you imagine if they if that were in modern times where you can be one and done? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they probably would have gone pro right after. All right? of them. Yeah. All yeah of them. They, they would have left. Yeah. Because they all had to go, you know, stair stepping kind of. Right. Yeah. Went one year after the right. next, and after the next. Right. So. Chris, Kristen, Jalen, then Dwan. So. <clears throat> Shout out to Fat Five. Shout out to the Fat Five, no doubt. Shout out to Jalen. Really, really. The leader, true Yeah, J Rose, true leader. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy J King, my J. man. King. Ray Jackson. Ray Jack. Yep. Well, let me ask you this: since mm-hmm. we're on the topic of basketball, just couldn't be Duke. What? Who? What would you say the best <laughs> they were college, they were really good basketball team of all time would have been? Off the top of your heads, I'll say, do you go back to you go back I to the go Bruins? Back to the Bruins. Hey, it's got to be the Bruins. Yes. Never what did they win like? Career never lost a game. They, they went three in a row. Oh, yeah. well, I know with, with, with Lou Cinder, they won three, I yeah. think, right? He never lost a game. <laughs> they won like 80-something straight games. It was crazy. He didn't lose in high school or college. Yeah, so it is not. 
Yeah, that's it's got to be the Brewers. Right. Nobody's done anything like Duke is. You want to go top three? Duke is one of the top teams ever. Definitely. With, with, UNLV could be up UNLV. there. That one, the run they had. Yeah. UNLV. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, they had a nice run too. Would you say they were better than the Michigan team? Now, that's a good debate. I saw that on social media before. That's a legitimate debate. The difference is UNLV won last championship. Yeah. Huh. And they won it by thirty. Yeah, they blew Hurley and they just yeah. mopped the floor with them. And then lost it to the next year the same team. Who right? do they beat? <laughs> they beat my Duke Blue Duke, Devil team. They beat Duke oh, by thirty. Duke lost. Yeah. They lost by thirty in a yeah. national championship game. They were embarrassed. Embarrassed. That was a sick group of guys out there, man. <clears> yeah, they were crazy. They, they didn't. <clears throat> Hurley was a freshman. Yeah. Well, he was nervous. Hmm. But Leitner came back the following year. They did. But they came back and, you know, they got paid. But <laughs> we all know about that. We want to talk about the, the hot tub. <laughs> Shout out to Grandma Ma. The, sport, the Sports Illustrated article. Shout out to Grandma Ma. Shout out to Grandma Ma. Is right. My man, Larry Johnson. Right. <laughs> hey, we all heard about the, you know, they had a nice time. Yeah, yeah. With that, yeah. that, that millionaire. He's, Shout to Tark. That's a, hey man, money talks. Everybody got a price. They showed us. Everybody's got a price. They said, "Look, y'all don't need to win. This is the game against Duke this year. It's G Hill's time." <laughs> and they let Duke win. <laughs> Team that beat by thirty. Yep. Same. They bring back the same five, and you lose to them. Hmm. Interesting. Good times. Those are good basketball times. Oh man, yeah. This hmm. this stuff today. We, I know we're jumping, but the college today. College is, basketball pfft. is bad. Oh man. my god. Oh my God. I can't watch it until March. Can you name anybody on a college basketball team right now? Not one person. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yeah. I'm not a big basketball guy. I'm sorry, guys. I love it, but, but I don't you know. know we, 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 you know, I know Dave is. Doc likes. Uh, I don't know why you are Netflix. not. Like, what is, is it like boxing? Is it like boxing to you, you say? It is. Hmm. Both college and NBA. Okay. It just, it is. I, I'm not I, a big basketball guy. I enjoy watching the Big East. Big East basketball. Yes. Why is that? I don't know. It's just <clears throat> better. Good school. The, the new Big East. Yeah, the current Big East. Right? Okay. Yeah. The Catholic Seven. It was plus. a legendary conference. You know, a lot of coaches and stars came out of the Big East. It's certainly big? not the same as it used to be. But I mean, look how good. Syracuse. No. Georgetown. Syracuse. No, Syracuse is out. No, they're in the used Syracuse. Yeah, used, used to be. be. UConn's back in. UConn is. UConn's back in. And they still win national championships. Yep. Yeah. That's impressive. Another good coach, Calhoun. Excellent. Yeah. Well, right Excellent. now they got. Yeah, he's it, gone now. Yeah, he's Dan, gone. Yeah. Dan Hurley. Yeah. Dan Hurley's brother. Yeah. Yep. 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 They won that championship, yep. didn't they? Was that last year? Yep. Wow. That's sad. Like, we used to know that's off the top of our off head. Off the top of our head. It's just don't, now you know, it's like, yep. uh, who yep. won it two yep. years ago? Yep. Uh, was it Kansas? Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, I think it was Kansas. Well, it's supposed to be Izzo's turn this year. So we'll see how that goes. They're loaded from what everybody's saying. <clears throat> yeah. They're pretty good. That's what everybody's saying. I question if he's still connected. I'm qu- I question if they haven't zoomed him out. Hmm. When it comes to these, this type of kid, these kids are different now. I question that will they be able to receive him the same? Because if he doesn't make the adaption and adapt and an adjustment, mm-hmm. then it might be still nothing. He might be able to get. He might not be able to get out of them what he needs to be a national champion. Hmm. We'll see. Well, we Coming go up. back to that. Bobby Knight stuff. Yes. And what people remember him for throwing chairs or whatever. Was it two years ago? Like Izzo, he grabbed the attorney, kid. grabbed the kid or whatever. Kid. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I don't think the, I, I can't think of any 
alumni of Michigan State that's played for Izzo has nothing but glowing things to say about him. But yeah. you also like the way the media and yeah. social media oh, reacted yeah. to yeah. that. Yeah. It's just not because you just can't do it now. Can't do it. You can't just can't do it. Do that anymore. Right. right. Yeah. He's a kind of he's a throwback coach. No doubt. He's he's he's, he's a football he's guy. One of the few he's left. Him yeah. and Patino. Mm-hmm. They're throwbacks. They're throwback. They're yeah. legitimate guys yeah. that were coaching in the seventies. And people who look at the seventies like it was no, that was fifty. That was like fifty years ago, yeah. right? <laughs> that wasn't thirty years ago. Right. The first thing right. you hear the seventies, where's two thousand? There's thirty years ago. Oh, right. fifty years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Patino back in the Big East. Yeah, yeah that's what I told you guys. Yeah. yeah, he loves the, he loves St. Yeah. John's. I don't I think, love St. John's. He said that he were here. I love Patino. Well, I, I like. I'm a I'm, Patino, I'm a Patino fan too, for sure. Now I got I got I got to like him. Yeah, I got to like I'm them. I'm cool with that. But like, they were great before he got there. They yeah. were okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He'll turn around. Yes, he will. I, he'll have him deep. Yes, Trust he me. Will. Yes, he will. Took Ionia deep for crying out loud. Anybody can take anybody deep. Yeah. These days, nowadays in yeah. the NCAA in a yeah. tournament, yeah. all type of teams getting in at the and and, and advancing. To the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. <laughs> never know who's going to win. Never know who's going. And, and you used to never. Look, a 16 loss for the first time. Well, yeah. So, I mean, a one loss to a 16 for the first time. So is that what we can still hold on to, the beauty of that, the tournament? Because it, yeah. you never know what happens. So the beauty of college basketball, anything can happen. Because it just break, got broken down. No, a, a one had never beat a 16. Right. And that just happened. Right. So now we see that the parity is real. Yeah. Really real. The tourney March Madness is way better than anything they've anything come up going? with for football. Oh, yeah. I agree. From, from a postseason. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love March Madness. Yeah, man. that's yeah. one of my favorite times of yeah. the year. I don't care how good anybody is. I love yeah. the brackets. I enjoy that. Start love taking days off of work. Oh man. <laughs> anytime, Thursday. Anytime, like like they anything that's created when nobody could ever get it all right, that has to be intriguing. Mm. Right. No okay. one has ever gotten a bracket perfectly. Nobody. Right. And it'll ne- it probably been, will never happen. I thought there was one. No. no. Recently, they got a, the bracket right. Mm-mm. I don't think. For, I've never heard of anybody ever doing it. you hear that? It. Maybe I'm wrong. I could have swore I heard that like, I heard last year or something. The, I, got, I heard somebody get into the Final Four or yeah. something. I've heard that, yeah. all those things. I've but never, never I've the never whole thing. I've never heard anybody getting it all perfect correctly. Yeah, never the whole mm. thing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, listen. Let's, do, let's jump into this. Uh, we have some mail all from right. our listeners. This thing ain't charging. And uh, we got some questions. Well, it's not a charger. That's why. Oh, well. I need a charger. So for you that are trying to call in, uh, Corey didn't uh, charge his phone Plug today. The phone up. Are, we so are we live? We are live. We, yeah. We, are we got live. a charger floating around here. It's but, like 90,000 cords. Uh, we got to have a charger. We have 90,000 cords. <laughs> the only cord I have upstairs is is next to the couch. Okay. If you want to go. We'll take a break. Grab it. We'll it. In, yeah, I'll take a break. You. Okay. Uh, but you can, um, l- you know. Go on the chat and give us some comments and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so listen, uh, we had some questions from the mailbag. Just our opinions from the mailbag. Really? The first question is for Corey from KC in Sterling Heights. What's up, KC? What's they the said, my son is beginning baseball next spring. Mm-hmm. He's eight years old. Yeah. Would it be better for him to try all positions at first? Before keying in on one, mm. since you're the big coach, what do you think? Well, I'm not a Hall of Famer. No, you got to be a Hall of Famer to be a good. Well, coach. first of all, has he played like? Is this his first time just hitting the field or the? 
That's the know. question that's I need. A, to... That's what that's what the KC said. Well, KC said my 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 son is beginning baseball next okay. spring, so maybe so I'm assuming it's yeah. new and he's eight. Maybe you know I know you were playing baseball at two. Yeah, so I would say I would say put him everywhere. Put him I, everywhere. I would say try him everywhere. Try him um, okay. and see what best fits. Because mm-hmm. there's outfield, there's infield, there's third, there's short, there's second. Just try him everywhere. Okay. Let him get reps. Let him get reps everywhere. Okay. And where he stands out, you know. So maybe another question is yeah. how how long do you let him kind of play play all the positions before you say who who makes the the determination of would it be the coach if the or? coach is good enough he'll pick that up okay he'll he'll, he'll pick it up to okay. see where this guy where this kid I'm sorry where this kid is best suited mm. that's going to help his team so if he looks smooth at short you know hey he's going to play let's let's keep him there right. if he's if he's if he's running down fly balls and he looks good at that. And you know he has all his mechanics down. Let's hey, let's you might be able to help us in center field more. Well, since he's in Sterling Heights, do you want me to say maybe he needs to do pitching because, uh, you know, you had a lot of problems with pitching last year on your uh, travel team. Yeah, pitching is uh, is very very important, <laughs> especially getting it, it, it over you, the plate. Yeah, pitching is very important. Mm. Um, that I think pitching, catching, and speed and like. Those positions will get you advanced mm. further, okay? Um, because there's a lot of kids that play shortstop and second base. A lot of kids don't want to pitch, don't pitch, or catch. Okay, those are two important positions. So try them everywhere. See what his arms look like as far as throwing. And like I said, the coach will do that. The coach because he doesn't he doesn't have a clue as of yet either. So put all the kids out there. Hey, I usually started. Who's an outfielder? Who's infielder? And then we do reps and reps and reps, and then we switch. And then you just have to follow, you know, you just have to pay attention to who, who's doing what the best way, you know, that's going to help you and your team. Okay. So, yeah, try them out everywhere. Try them out everywhere. Yep. All right. Tommy Brookins played everywhere. There's Tommy nothing wrong Brookins. with that. He was one of the best. <laughs> one yeah. of the best Brookins. utility I think. Ever. I think he caught. I think he played he third. He did. Yeah, he played, caught, played yeah. third. He played Especially for the 84 team? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so try them out everywhere. You can, you know. Bless you, boys. And yeah. he he was a manager at one time for uh, yeah. minor leagues yeah. for the yeah. Tigers. Yeah, yep. 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 sure Dave, did. Dave's a big Tiger yep. guy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dave's, so, a yeah. big, Dave's a big baseball buff, Tony. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's who, was the, who was the guy for the Tigers a few years ago that you just called me a buff and I can't even remember who it was <laughs> now, but the one that played like every position in one game. They even threw him oh. into pitcher. Mm. Uh, oh, you got me. Man. Romine? Was it Romine? Yeah. Romine. I think yeah. it was Romine. Yeah. I th- yeah. It was Romine, I think. Yeah, it was Romine. I made the mistake of going on social media and commenting – something to the effect of jack of all trades master of none mm-hmm. and, oh my god that just oh, again, you talk got, about soft. you got lambaste in yeah <laughs> talk about soft culture and yeah <laughs> like, but i mean to say I'm that like, you well, played uh, all nine positions in the game yeah right. I, I get that it was just it was frustrating because it felt like such a gimmick at the end of the season when the team's already out it's like okay like yeah. this game's meaningless let's let Let's let him play every position. It, it just felt like. How many times has that happened? I don't think, I don't think it's happened so. ever. I, don't I think, think happened that was ever. the first time. That was the first time? <clears throat> might have been. Might have been. Yeah. Look that up. And you can also, with Casey, like, if the kid is, if he's athletic, he'll be able to help you everywhere. Mm. You know, if you're athletic and you're playing, you can, if you can run down, you know, in center field, you can run down fly balls, and maybe you can do both. So right. the kid, the coach will pick that up. Again, that's on coaching. So. Try them everywhere. 
And if he's not athletic, you throw him in right. <laughs> Don't throw him in right. I hate it. Right. Throw him in right. He's I got a good arm. Him Keep him in right. Because <laughs> usually, like your corners, first and third, they're going to hit. We expect those guys to hit. Sure. And short, now that's changed, but shortstops and middle infielders are going to defend. You know, but you want your guys on the corners to hit, you know, make the play, pick up the ball, you know, catch the ball. But the corners. They usually are your RBI guys. Okay. And then center field, I mean, shortstop and, you know, second, they usually are the speed guys and the contact guys. Now that's changed. Corey Seager is just Godzilla, but um, they're big shortstops now. But that's usually the old formula, the way it goes. But try them everywhere. It won't hurt. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Well, Tony, you got a question. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, this is from JB in North Carolina. Oh, wow. He says, hey, JB. I am being recruited by several D1 colleges for football as a DB. Okay. A few of them that I know of are stacked with talent at that position, which I feel could hinder my chances of getting on the field. He said, do you think this is a selfish thing to want to play right out of the gate? I know I have the talent to do so, which begs the question, should I find a D1 school that will better my chances to play right away, or should I push myself to go to a school that has a ton of DB and try try to outplay them for a spot, even though the chances will be tougher? I really don't want to, tr- to do a transfer portal thing. I would rather stay somewhere all four years. Great, great question. Yeah. Especially for a young man that's you know aspiring to go on and play collegiately. Sure. So what I would tell him – um, just frankly, you got to go where you're the most comfortable first and foremost. You got to feel good about being there. Okay. It has to be a fit for you. Now, of course, how many guys are, are signed and how many DVs they have, of course, that matters. And it, it really comes down to you and your thought and your process. Are you a guy that, as you mentioned, you really think you're ready to play right now? Then if mm-hmm. you're that guy, then you try to find the best place for you where you can play right now. Okay. So you got to you got to do the process of elimination when it comes to that pro, that that mindset. You you may like a school a lot, mm. and then that school may be loaded with guys, and you may not see yourself playing for a couple of years. Then you need to maybe make a, an adjustment to your thought process. Say, okay, I, I like this other school too. Maybe not as much as this school that has all the players. And then you need to look at that school, the other school that you like as well, but you got the best chance to play right away because it sounds like what you just told me is that it's important that you play right away. Mm. And if you're good enough, as you're saying you're good enough, then position yourself that way. Go somewhere where you think that you can go ahead and get playing time early. But it has to be a good place. Now, don't don't go to a bad place to play early because you're going to end up in a transfer portal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't do that. Don't go – and if it's not a fit for you – you know, it, it, in other words, it's got to be close to your favorite place. If, if your favorite place is the one that's stacked up, it's still got to got to have that same type of feel. Yeah. Like I still like I like being here. I just the other place just had. I'll give you a great example. When I came out, um, and I was recruited, I, I I went to Michigan on official visit. I went to Michigan State. Stacked with DBs. And and we were stacked at the time. <clears throat> Syracuse, Colorado. As we mentioned before, one of the other shows. Yep. And um, Michigan was my first choice, but Syracuse was my second choice, uh, realistically, for where I felt like I should go and where I should go play. Okay. Um, but Michigan at that time was the only team 
in this area that was on TV every day mm-hmm. or every week. I'm sorry, and was was and, and that was going to Rose Bowls, yeah. and it was just a it was a huge, yeah. you know, it was a huge culture. It was the, everybody knew Michigan. Right, and things are different now. But I'm bringing this point up for him to say Syracuse would have still been a good place for me to go as well, and. I would have played a lot more, a lot faster had I gone to Syracuse. Okay. And I, but I still would have felt good about going too. Okay. Because I still enjoy being there. Yeah. I enjoy, you know, what it had to offer me yeah. academically. I enjoyed the social part of it too, and you know, and, and some of the guys that I actually knew a couple guys on the team. Um, so that helped me too. So it has to feel good to you. You can't just go just because the opportunity is best for you to play, and I'm gonna play right away. Right. That ain't. That's that's not. Look, it has to feel good to you, and and as you mentioned. You wanted to play right away. Just know that don't sacrifice your career because you think you're going to play faster. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do that. <clears throat> um, be prepared to work, man. Don't be afraid of it. Yeah. But I, and I, I get it too. And I'll finish with this: it's it's not realistic if you if they got a bunch of superstars, a bunch of guys that's ahead of you, and you going and you know you're going to sit. That's not what you want to do. So don't do that either. Right. So you got to make. It's a tough choice. You got to yep. make it. Yep. Yep. That's interesting. That's a good question. Yeah, that is good, a good question, question. Good take. Yep. I mean, good response. Well, guess to what? It. Yeah, Corey had another one. What? Oh, good. And Corey's I don't know if this person knows this guy or not. Hmm. But this says this, and maybe this is what we'll we'll we'll, we'll lead this into the break, hmm. and then you know we can probably talk about it later because I'm sure it'll it'll amp Corey up. This is from Ed in Detroit, East Side. He said, "East Side Ed. <laughs> East Side Ed. Do you <clears throat> actually think?" The Cowboys will win a Super Bowl before the Lions at this point. Whoa. If so, why? And he says, I feel you are biased towards anything Cowboys. Wow. First of all, I think that's a made up question. I don't think that I don't think that. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's an ad in Detroit. Will 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 the Cowboys win a Super Bowl before the Lions? Yeah. Wow. Um Oof. why is I think they're just better? Okay. And I know Doc's got going to have something to say about that. Um, I just think they're better. Am I 100% sure about that? No. But I think they will. I, I'm leaning more towards so yes, because I think Dallas will always be more talented than mm-hmm. the Lions. <clears throat> um, I just don't think the Lions have the coach and the superstar quarterback. I say that all the time. Nor does Dallas, but I think Dallas's chances are better. Um, do I think Dak's the guy? No, I'm not totally biased against Dallas. I just I see what I see. I just think the talent Ed is more. I think the defense is better. <clears throat> I think they'll find the right coach at some point. I do not think McCarthy's the coach uh, should be the coach for Dallas. Urban um, Meyer, that's a good one. Um, not for pros, <laughs> but I just think, I just think Dak's better than Jared Goff. If you know, it, you can, he's has a better percentage rate passer rating right now. Okay. Um, Goff has more passing yards. Okay. They both have right around the same touchdowns. Yeah. They both have five picks. Hmm. I just think Dallas as Dallas as an organization is used to it. Been a while. I don't think the lions can like when you, for example, when the Lions play real quarterbacks, okay, they don't win the game. I mean, I give you Mahomes. I give you the Mahomes one. I give you the Mahomes one. That should have been a loss. We all know that. 
I'm just going by eye test, yeah. not the record. I'm just going by eye test. But I think, Ed, to answer your question, I think Dallas will win first. Hmm. Absolutely. Uh as you can see, it's it's starting to do I, some hair rise. Do I think Dallas will win a Super Bowl this year? No. Nor will the Lions. Nor will the Lions. Interesting. Um, Doc, before we go to break, would you like to make a little comment to kind of give us a teaser before we head into the Please, Doc, Please, Doc, we've missed this. We've missed it. <laughs> well, I think that it's hard to argue with your point because if you look over the past five years or so right. the cowboys have been more in the conversation right that's all than the lions have been right right the lions are on the upward trajectory that's all i'm saying that's it. the cowboys have already kind of been at that level and underachieved in many ways right they've already kind of shown right what they are right i don't understand where you're coming from with the dan campbell thing saying the lions don't have a coach well two years are you, ago are you i don't think are he's you a, complain i don't think he's a good coach but go ahead doc Sorry. but you think mike mccarthy is i just said no Okay, so neither of them have a coach. Right. I would argue Jared Goff in the Lions system has been a fantastic quarterback. Okay. That's not to say if you put him in another system, he might not be good. Right. I I mean, if you look at the body of work over the last five years, I mean, Dallas looks pretty good right now. I I can't argue with you that you would say that you had to over the course of not just the past five years, but franchise history right that, that's that it. dallas would win a super bowl before the line that's it that's just kind of yeah that's all i'm saying and i like like you guys let's come on like years ago when he got first got here we weren't all gung-ho on campbell we weren't no let's 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 i i just go by what's what has he gotten better sure you know i think the lion's biggest issue was beating green bay last year and then coming right in with Kansas City. That's blown the whole thing out of the reality thing. I mean, you got blown out. So did Dallas. Again, I just think McCarthy has won a Super Bowl. He has. But he had one of the best quarterbacks, quarterbacks of all time playing. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I don't think he can do it with Dak. Right. I, I don't like think they do it together. Tony's opinion on this. Okay. Because to sure. me, as like a fan, I can only look at what I'm observing. The right. way I see Dan Campbell is Dan Campbell's a great culture guy. Not necessarily a good game manager. Okay, that's it, Dave. You said it. Yeah. That's it. He's not an X's and old guy. He's a rah-rah guy. He's a motivator. Right. That's what he is, and it fits for that group of players that he has right now. I agree. And he's perfect for what they're trying to do um, as an organization. And and I don't know what McCarthy is because I, clock management stinks. He's not a defensive guy. He's an offensive coordinator I, right I, now. I, 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 he had Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know what he is. Right. I don't. So no, he's not going to win with Dak. Those are just facts. Not. You can follow the Cohen Bro Opinion Show and the Wolverine Den on all major podcasting platforms, or catch the YouTube live show at Kavana Broadcast Network. If you'd like to contact the show. Feel free to email us at cobropodcast at gmail.com or DM us at Cobro Opinion Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for listening. This concludes our broadcast day. You filthy animal.